0: Hello Internet, how is everyone doing this morning? It's Saturday, we have our coffee, we're going to play some D&D, so it's all good. How are you guys all this morning? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well of... Somebody's alarm's going off, that's cool. A uh, couple of things real quick, reminders on uh shout out for Streambeats. Or as our intro kind of thing, just kind of chill, relax, stream beats, DRM-free music you can use for your YouTube videos or streaming as background music, which is great. Uh, shout out for Sirenscape because uh, they have uh, soundboards and soundtracks that you can use for your tabletop experience. This is a sound set I created for Shadow Watch uh, with a uh, Underdark type music. So we'll be checking that out. Go to sirenscape.com to learn more about their various sound sets. Check out their online player, which you can share out virtually uh, with your players if you can't sit at the table, or download the on the player onto your remote, onto your device to check out the various sound sets. So check it out. Plug in a shout out for Patreon. If you like the show, you like what we're doing here, and you want to support us, the best way to support us is go to patreon.com slash scuba studio, select one of the patron levels there. And uh, you'll get access to behind-the-scenes stuff, early releases for our YouTube videos, and other other tidbits and info for things they are working on. With that, I don't have any other announcements to give right now, so we'll just kind of dive right in and get to it. Previously on Shadow Watch, uh, the party had just finished uh, their grueling battle with the uh, with the web in the webs. A group of a dozen giant spiders and uh, a quartet of driders had set up shop and had been preying on a, a, on a nearby conclave of deep gnomes, Snibblevlin I think. Hey, I'm, I'm actually getting it right. Um Smith goblins. The Snibblevlin had uh, hired the party to provide a protection detail of sort while they uh, worked on trying to collapse some of the extra tunnels to make it safer for their northern entrance to their enclave. Unfortunately the group that they were worth was captured. The party went in, rescued and went to attempt to rescue them dealt with this uh large group of arachnid creatures and abominations and afterwards while they were taking their breaths of relaxation and pause then all of a sudden a badger appeared followed by a a durgar named vulcan who has been roaming around the uh this region recently as well they happen to cross paths and uh as a group went through to go through the webs find uh, all of the deep gnomes that they had lost as well as some corpses of a few others a few other duergar that weren't weren't in good shape and a few other creatures and when we left off they had they had heard coming from a coming down a corridor to the north uh some screaming it was muffled kind of a high pitched kind of panicked screaming tragna sent his uh awakened book spirit nat down the cavern to figure out, find out what was up. She laid eyes on a set of crudely uh, positioned metal doors that were shut. And behind those doors was the screaming of a small humanoid creature that was extremely panicked and in distress. So now we bring it in for the party. Uh, as we left off, you guys were all kind of gathering up with the deep gnomes you had rescued, who are all groggy. Some of them are in a little, gro- a little more aware and awake than others, given the poisons they had been given from the spiders and being cocooned in webs. What do you guys wish to do? Or what are you guys thinking at this time?
1: I'm up at the hallway because I was the one who noticed it, and I don't know. I'll come back to the group, I guess, and let them know what I heard. I don't know what to do. What if it's another, super Evelyn?
2: Thinking whatever we do, we don't want to leave the gnomes behind again.
1: Yeah do we drag them with us into a potentially dangerous situation?
2: That's the question, isn't it? Is Nat able to uh, find a way to peek through and see what we're dealing with on those doors, Shrek?
3: Sadly not, so Nat can um, move through people but not through objects, so unfortunately we're probably going to have to open the doors. But I agree. We probably need to actually bring all the yeah, the noms with us to at least keep them close by.
4: Uh, I'm going to take Morin and kind of circle the mouth of the hallway. It's a hallway, you said, right? Like a cavern.
0: Yeah, it's a cor- it's a it's a corridor. It's corridor. roughly ten foot wide, ten foot high. It's very kind of narrow. You see some stalagmites and stalactites uh, come through a uh, couple it's, of it's couple rough of here. turns. Is yeah, it like natural? It's yes. Natural?
4: Um, okay. Yeah, I'd like to do some tracking in that area to see if I can see any prints, um, whether humanoid or beast, like with my badger as well.
0: All right. Uh, go ahead and roll a survival check for me. Yeah.
4: So, yeah, so I'll use all track. Oh, that's not great. It's an 8 for me. Um, But I also want to use Morn to do some sniffing.
5: Mm -hmm.
4: I'm going to get her to kind of smell around and see if she can sense anything. I get advantage on perception checks. In senses? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a sorry
0: that's cool <laughs> i'm using
4: digital dice today um we're in trouble it's a 19 for her
0: all right so she can smell that there's she, she's able to pick on that there's several several there several smells that are down there so she can yeah. smell things that are living and other stuff that are somewhat familiar um, yeah. As for yourself, uh, looking about, uh, you see there are, there is a coat of uh, a light coat of webbing along the wall. So the spiders look like they may have been passing through here, but it's not yeah. as thick as the area uh, you guys were. You guys were just. You guys were all just in and had conducted your battle.
3: Okay.
0: Um. Not quite sure. How yeah. does Morin communicate uh, different uh, different types of creatures and signals?
4: Well, she would probably like sniff and then like scratch in an area, and I'll go over and kind of take a look at what she's putting my attention to.
0: she gives you the indication that there is a humanoid down there. There is definitely something something down the corridor that okay. you can smell okay and of course you can hear the uh, you hear the screaming and then it, there's a break and then you hear it and it just it just sounds completely horrible because it's that panicked screaming
4: is there any like uh, language to the screaming or anything like that or is it just
0: Um. at this point no it's more or less just that kind of beast kind of uh, kind of savage panic it's like okay. a, a, any sense of, of language and uh, civilization are kind of gone from it. In picture like mm-hmm. you're just an absolute terror, kind of just lose all faculty of language.
4: But it sounds like a humanoid of some sort.
0: Yeah, it's a humanoid and uh, humanoid, yeah. How
2: far are we
0: from the doors at this point? Um,. You haven't, started, you haven't told me started down the cavern
3: So I think Nat would still be down by the door because she was communicating back just sort of transmitting her sense and sort of, so she'd be near the door
0: Yeah, um, it's about it, It's about 150 feet So it's, it, it's 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 in range for Nat She's kind of hovering there looking <clears> at it, the, looking at the doors it looks like the cavern has kind of collapsed and then these doors were kind of roughly fitted in there at cool. some point
3: can she hear anything else in there other than the screaming voice?
0: No. Okay.
2: Because because I, the doors are kind of it, fit in there, are there any gaps or anything that she might be able to peer through?
0: Have uh, Nat give me a investigation. Okay.
3: Oh, that was so toying. That was toying with me. It going to be a natural 20 and they just flipped over to 14. That's still an 18. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll go with that. I'm happy. Be worse all right um so for the door construction they're in there and but and they're they're fitted in there there isn't much of there's a few gaps but not uh anything really large uh it's because it's kind of it's kind of it is that the way they're instructed uh for what and the what was the other thing in any other sounds uh there's uh some subtle sounds of of like um Natural gas, kind of, kind of things, kind of sounds. Mm, okay. I'm do I know move. what
4: that is based on my experience
0: down here? Uh, go ahead and give me a nature check.
4: Yeah. Um, I get advantage, right?
0: Hang on a second.
1: You say natural gas sounds. What exactly do you mean by that?
0: Oh. Like some gas that's every so often there's a there's a release of gas. Oh, okay. (laughs)
3: Yeah, that thing's really scared.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So that's an eleven because I get my proficiency gets doubled for that skill. Yeah.
0: Based on the description you're hearing through uh, Shrag and uh, Nat's communicating with Shrag, Shrag's explaining it over, listening to it. um, It's kind of hard to pinpoint, but you do know that there are several um, plant-based creatures that may release a type of gas at some point. But you're not quite sure which one it is.
3: I would sit with the... um the stuff we've seen in the cabins that would follow through.
0: <laughs> say that again, Shrek. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just say, the stuff we've heard on the, the other uh, plant life in the cabins, that would certainly follow through.
1: Yeah. Um, I'd like to go over to the group of uh, gnomes.
3: Okay.
5: And
1: They're find all... one that looks more coherent than the others. And just kind of crouch down i'll give them some rations and uh i don't i don't know the state that you were in when they brought you in here but did you see anything go down that hallway
0: oh the gnomes kind of people. was like uh one of the uh, one one of them who's kind of like the the leader of that group um uh, you've talked with several times he's he looks about us as, um it looks like there's one there's one they they have a couple of people they didn't have initially that were lost several beforehand that you managed to save but there is a, a member of the group that they can't take account of i'm not sure where he is but they probably and they, they couldn't tell you they were unconscious at the time
2: i'd like to i'd like to move like within uh range where i might be able to get within 60 feet or so of what I estimate the sounds to be coming from or generated by and use divine sense to detect good and evil.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, dokie. Okay.
3: You'll notice that Nat will come back and just hang behind you, so she doesn't get caught in that spell effect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: that tells me a little something. something.
0: All right. Do you cast and uh, tell, tell me again what the what what the what that does?
2: So, um, as an action, you can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by the Howl spell, or know the location of any celestial fiend, undead within sixty feet. That was not behind total cover uh four times per long rest
0: not detecting anything that really kind of blips on that barometer okay
4: and just to note i should have had advantage on that survival check uh, if i was tracking beasts or aberrations um for the spiders and i also because of my natural explorer in the underdark ability um and I've spent more than an hour down here um, I actually learned the exact number sizes and how long ago they passed through the area
0: okay uh,
4: so you're saying the spiders were the only thing that passed through this area that I could see that left
0: that left tracks
4: Um, any other
0: beasts not in the not in the last not in the last uh, week or so
4: okay so how many spiders and how recently did they pass through here
0: um a couple of you see spider leg tracks that pass that pass through uh probably about a day ago
4: and which way were they coming
0: uh you see a set that kind of you see a set that kind of walk in and then they come back out so actually less less than a day because it's been less than a day since the gnomes were all captured right
2: from the space that we're in here um there's the entry that we came through from the larger hall and then there's the, the passage to the North. Are there any other passages in this particular area?
0: No. Okay. Everything else is kind of, kind of caved in. There's a small, there was a, there's like a small hole on the, uh, South, uh, South side, but, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's extremely tiny.
2: Um, I'm going to turn to the party and say, if, if that's one of the, uh, if that's one of the gnomes, we really should make movement to go recover it and return it back to this group. Um, I'm thinking that even though we have just finished this arduous battle, it's best if we proceed and proceed quickly.
1: Yeah. I will uh, turn to the rest of the gnomes and say, I think we know where your friend is but we have to traverse a little bit more down here. Are you guys going to be okay? Can you follow us?
4: Mm. I mean, the gnomes
1: are nowhere near you. So I don't know. The
2: gnomes
6: are way down here with me. So we don't know anything that's going on. I I thought
2: we brought, I was going to say, I thought we brought them back in with us.
6: No, that's why I'm down here with them, making sure nothing happens to them. I don't know anything that's going on.
2: Okay.
1: Well, I said earlier that I returned to the gnomes and I was talking to them.
0: Yeah, she just didn't move her token on the roll twenty because we're not there yet.
2: <laughs> so, can we get can we get then Obsidian and the Gnomes all together in that room so that we can relay the information and
1: and I did also there. say that I I relayed all the information of what was going on.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think bringing up this room would be good because it, um, it's it's defensible doorway. We're going to be down the corridor corridor that comes out of it, so at least it's in one place that's defensible. So.
2: Yeah, that's kind of why I was wondering what other entrances there were, so that we can think about it that way. Yeah. Let's
0: bring them up and head down. You want to have them? You want to have the gnomes follow you?
3: Into that top room, so that room that is north of the that main kind of chamber with all the pillars in. Okay. Is bring them into that room there? Probably bring them into that top right-hand corner, which is safe. Obviously, only in the single doorway to then have to defend, and maybe leave a couple of people here whilst the rest of us investigate the, the tunnel.
2: Either that or maybe we could leave uh, We leave Nat, Nat with them while we go and uh, handle this issue, and she can yes, let us probably. know if anything happens to them.
3: Yeah, yeah, she can actually probably hover in, um, if I move through into this room here, she can keep an eye on that doorway southwards, and then that'll okay. give them some time to react. And again, okay. I'm sure they can probably blend into the rock anywhere and hide in that room.
1: Yeah. Since it's Even been, how. like, a month, I cannot remember if I used my bag of tricks today.
0: <laughs> you used your bag of tricks before you engaged the hook horrors and intellect devourers yeah it has not been a long rest since then oh man <laughs> you <laughs> okay. had a short rest but it has not been a long rest
3: alright
1: <laughs> sorry no animal friends
3: Shraggy will look at you expectantly, like, look at you and then look at the bag and then look at you and look at the bag and then be like, a, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Shraggy. <laughs> just I'm
6: counting gnomes and I only count eight, so I would like to know where the other two are because I don't want to lose track of them.
3: They're hiding, tr- tr- <laughs> That's fine. Really I just well. want to
6: make sure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you. Now be careful what you ask for, because you might bring other things back as well.
1: <laughs> I
5: have
2: nice. all
1: of three spell slots left.
2: Uh, again, I, I think we need to move quickly. I don't think we have time to take a long rest here.
4: No, definitely not. Um, they're, doing of, they're doing a lot of talking in a language I don't understand. So I'm just going to take Morn, and I'm going to start stealthing up the pathway.
0: Alrighty. Go and roll a stealth check.
4: Well, that's 24.
0: <laughs> so yep. they... You the, the rest of you do not notice because even Anari's high passive is like gone. <laughs> you guys look around and, and, and Vulcan and Morin are just gone.
6: Okay. Apparently our new friend has disappeared. So what should we do here?
2: I think we need to get moving and try to recover this gnome. I I don't think we need to spend a lot a lot of time discussing. And then maybe to the gnomes, we'd go ahead and tell them to go ahead and blend into the rock and hide until we can return. Yeah,
3: we'll go and find their friend. Yep.
6: And let them know that there is someone guarding and that can communicate with us if something comes near them.
2: And then head down the head down the passage all right uh, Stealthily, stealthily. Go ahead and roll
3: there's
6: a wild stealth
1: check.
3: Okay, that's twenty-eight. Okay.
1: Here we go again.
3: Let's go hide it. Stealth.
4: So I move at regular speed uh, yep. in my favorite terrain, while stealthing, and Morin can as well. All right. Um. So, but obviously moving carefully um i also ignore dangerous terrain as does the party in my favorite terrain
0: nice do they have to be within a certain distance of you
4: uh that is a great question scoob um
1: well i just rolled a nat 20 on my stealth check
3: nice (laughs) oh there's a inspiration for vulcan as well in the chat
4: all it says is, while traveling for an hour or more in your chosen trip, which I have been, I've been here down here for a long time, difficult train doesn't slow your group's travel. Difficult, not dangerous. Okay. Um, your group can't become lost except by magical means, and you remain alert to danger even when you are engaged in another activity. Um, find twice as much food foraging, blah, 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 blah.
0: That so doesn't really say, so... Okay, so... Probably extend that over within within reason. So yeah. Yep.
4: And I'm gonna move another 30 ahead. If I see any sort of plant life or any sort of danger, I'll stop.
0: Okay. Uh little dash ahead. Okay. Should get you to right where the uh cavern starts to turn, and so that the people at home can see what I'm talking about. Here we go.
1: I wonder where that strange man and his badger went. I guess he left.
4: Yep. No Is one. that? It, are those crystals casting any light, Scoob?
0: Uh, a dim light of about uh, for about ten feet. Oh, okay. well, and I
1: collected some of those, didn't I?
0: You attempted to. You didn't tell me whether or not you broke a crystal to do it.
1: I, I wanted to.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll a just so we can catch that up. Go ahead and roll a uh, strength check.
1: I'm so strong.
0: <laughs> a Vulcan, yeah, you have a, a D4 inspiration you could use at your at your discretion?
1: Well, thank you, but it's not going to help here because that was a three <laughs> plus zero.
0: Now you go and you, you kind of go and you grab it. It's just it, it doesn't budge, but you do feel a, a, a slight tingle Across your across your hand when you go to touch
1: it. Strange. Fine. It's tingly. We don't have time for this. Yeah, <laughs> no, we don't. I'm
2: gonna uh, I'm gonna go ahead and try to move forward and see if I can determine where um, Vulcan went, or and I'm imagining probably that he got tired of waiting and dashed ahead. <laughs> so. See if I can catch up with
0: him. All right. As soon as you get to that, go and roll your per. Go and roll a perception.
6: And we're doing this stealthily, right? Because we don't want to announce our presence to the upcoming
0: door.
2: That'll be a twenty-four.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, it's uh. You you kind of, you see kind of where Vulcan and and Morin are kind of. They're kind of the path comes up and it turns, uh, pretty sharply. Where there's a little bit of ambient light off the crystal. Okay. As you get closer to it, and then you see them. Uh, you see a pit area with some stalactites, uh, some fungi, the crystal, and at the, across from you is the big metal door. It uh, appears to be a double door that's closed, and you're hearing that that screaming. Uh, it sounds labored. At this point.
2: I'll, uh, I'll ask an Underdark to Vulcan, uh, my friend, what have you heard or what have you observed?
4: Nothing yet, but, um, the screams are coming through that door. I'm, I'm gonna, it- I'm gonna, sorry, I'm gonna step up to
2: that pit and carefully take a look in. Okay. I was, just, uh, I was gonna say I'm, wor- I'm worried about that pit, so.
0: Okay. Um. Uh, you see the the pit uh, kind of look. It just kind of extends down, where you can't see any further. It'd like per your, as you look down, your vision goes, but it looks like it keeps going past your bit.
4: Past 120 feet. Yep.
1: I it's very have deep. I will light on a rock and throw it down
0: there. Okay. Uh, the light. You see the rock fall. And you watch the light, and Vulcan, you can see the light pass, and then the light passes through your vision.
2: So it's like you cast wild magic in play.
3: (laughs) Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is there.
6: There's seven, there's seven, there's seven.
2: Wasn't a seven? 72.
0: 72. <laughs> 72. Dun dun dun. You gain resistance to all damage for the next minute. Sweet. <laughs>
6: Something that good. works. I
0: Quick like it. Hit her.
6: <laughs> and the minute's over.
0: So right. you drop the stone. Go ahead and. Give me a uh, perce- uh Everybody, give me a perception check. As you're uh, lis- as you're kind of, I imagine you're all kind of around there trying to hear this. It's
2: an 18. 11 for me,
0: twenty four. Frank's to behind a rock. It's fine.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a twenty three for me. All
0: right, um. So Vulcan, Obsidian, uh, will mean as you hear another two minutes after you lose sight of the rock, you hear a faint hook as it hits the ground. And that just kind of echoes back up.
1: I, I don't recommend going down there, guys. That is very, very deep. Very, 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 very deep.
6: And
0: then I repeat the
6: same thing in Very Broken Under Common. <laughs>
4: Scoob, what's the uh collection of like fungi and stuff to the right of the pit there i, I just want to scan the area and make sure there's no like dangerous underdark plant life or anything that we have to worry about in this chamber
0: yeah it's just uh it appears to just be um kind of the normal monk, uh fungus and uh lichen that grow in the underdark
4: okay so nothing dangerous in here that i can see
0: no um
1: okay. no brown mold
0: <laughs> Go and give me a nature check on it.
4: Yeah. Well, that's a twenty or uh a four. So we're gonna take the twenty.
0: Okay. <laughs> um actually taking a taking kind of look over it, you do that see that there are some parts of it that are actually edible yeah. and pretty good as far as uh for food and spices. So nothing dang- gonna, nothing dangerous. Yeah, I'm gonna take some of that.
4: Uh, I'll start collecting some of it. Um, and sure, sorry, that shouldn't have been an advantage. That should have been with a plus two. So it, was, it would have been 22. That
0: works. Another dish pickle with his wild magic. I love it.
2: Oh, man. Um, so the door's to the north. Yes. Up in this area. hmm I'm going to try to stealthily move over in that direction.
1: Okay. Same.
0: And... All right.
2: And is there any way that I can... You said there were some small gaps and so forth. Is there any way that I could carefully make a, a larger gap to peer through and see if I can see anything?
0: Uh, that would be a strength check
2: okay strength athletics or just straight strength
0: uh strength athletics
1: i would say i would help you with that but my strength is horrible
2: that's all right it's a 21
0: (laughs) um you go in there and you try to try to force and it doesn't really budge uh even though the even though Looking at the door frame, looking at the door in the frame, you can tell that it's not a natural part of the fact that this was kind of a renovation that they put this door in there. Uh, It still is pretty well crafted, pretty well uh, in place. You can kind of brush away a little bit, make a little bit of a hole bigger to kind of look through, but you're not going to be like, you're not going to be like trying to force and get any kind of small creature through.
2: Right. I I just basically was trying to get enough to get a a peephole into the room so that I could see what's in there if I could.
0: Yeah. You can do that.
2: Okay. I'll go ahead and do that then and and, uh, peer through to see
0: what I can find. All right.
6: And another wild
1: magic. Got two now.
0: Yep. Well, we'll see what happens. Okay. (laughs) So as you, uh, uh, Anari, go ahead and give me a, uh, a investigation check.
2: Oh, investigation can do. That will be a twenty-one.
0: Okay. As you kind of, kind of look through, uh, you see um, a bunch of large uh, fungus growths. So you can kind of smell uh, the fungi that's coming from there as well as. Um, very faint stench of, like, rotting meat. You see th- three kind of floating plant creatures that look that look like the uh, gas spore you encountered before. And in Uh-oh. a frenzied panic state, you see a Sniblovin in, like, these tattered rags, essentially, darting back and forth, trying to avoid two of them As they just kind of float over and as they get close he darts to another side there's one that's just kind of sitting there lazily just kind of looking about not really doing anything but you hear but you can see you can kind of see that he's tired he's getting slower he trips tries to get back up and Mm -hmm. keeps trying to evade
2: the doors open in or out
0: Uh, they would open out
2: um, I'm going to turn to the rest of the group and in under common, um, relay the information softly that I have, uh, observed and, uh, state it, it looks like, uh, three of those gas spore things that we had first encountered that were mimicking, uh, the holders.
3: we need to get around out of that. Cause they go boom when you hit them.
2: From the construction of the door and, and kind of how I, the difficulty I had with getting that people, how hard is it going to be to open these doors? Does it appear?
0: Uh, you you see a bar across and you see the way the hinges are. You could, it looks like you probably lift the holding bar and then just pull the doors open.
2: Okay. So not too difficult. All right.
6: How big is the room?
0: Uh, from what Anari can see on the inside? Yep. It's about 50 feet across.
4: Do I know anything extra about these spore like creatures?
0: Uh, give me a nature check, real quick.
4: I, I say no with this with an eight, <laughs>
0: well, other than they're commonly confused with uh beholders, okay
6: will what if we use the brooms to distract them i'll go and distract them you go in and and fly over to the gnome and pick them
1: up
2: really quick um if i remember correctly was it wilhelmina did you have a a fan that could create a gust of wind
1: i don't have the fan obsidian,
2: uh, obsidian has the fan yes that- could, could we create a gust of wind that would blow these floaty things away from where we need to be and we can recover the the gnome and then lock them in the doors or lock them behind the doors again hmm. blow them up Make and go boom
1: <laughs> you just like it when things go boom shrag
2: oh yeah i'm just thinking like a, a balloon it doesn't necessarily explode if you put a gust of wind to it it's when you poke them that they go boom
6: oh yeah what if they hit the side of a cavern and, and hit something sharp could that make them go boom
2: well, uh, we run that risk regardless, but at least this way there's a chance that it may not go boom.
3: So why don't we call the, the goblin over, get him to run over to us, and then push those back and then blow them up when we know they're hopefully far enough away from anything, since they could blow each other up. It doesn't really matter as long as the, the gnomes clear of the explosion. Mm-hmm. We don't really care about them, do we? And we know we can kill them.
2: That's How many are there? Three, I saw.
6: Did you see the whole room?
2: Only into 60 feet. My dark vision only reaches 60 feet.
0: Then at the opposite corner from the angle you looked at, you saw another set of doors. And the room itself is only about 50 feet by 50 feet. So you see it's a fair, it appears to be a fairly square room.
2: So we could gust them to the far end, get the gnome out. Right now, the, the, the
0: right now the gnome is on the far side of the room, and the spores are in between you and the gnome.
6: Is their pattern? Are they kind of rotating that that's... pattern, or is he staying over there and they're staying?
0: He, the he waits to um. He kind of he kind of watched him wait till they got close, and then he darted to a side because they only they move only about they only move a few feet at a time. Yeah. So right now, in his latest dart to move. He moved away. He moved away to the far side of the room.
2: And that's what I'm thinking. If we wait until he darts to our side of the room, away between the uh, us and them, then we could. That would be the point that we would want to open the doors, pull him out, gust them away, lock them in again. Yeah. Okay. You people talk too much. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna approach the door. All right. Um, and you said there's a bar across it.
0: Yeah, uh, you see that the way it's constructed, it's de- it's dwarven in nature. So you're very familiar with the uh, the way the doors were attached, and the bar yeah. goes across.
4: And and is it on a swivel or does it just come off?
0: It's just it, it's a it's a drop bar. You just kind of you you pick it up, pull it off.
4: Okay, so I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna drop it in front of the door. Okay. Um, and I'm going to get Morin. To come over and stand right in front of the door and i'm gonna stand right behind her okay i'm gonna take out both my glowing hand axes All um right. and i'm gonna command her to stand up and smack the door so that when she smacks it is it the double door
0: yeah it's a double door he pulls out
2: it opens it opens uh, towards it opens us this way. yeah dang it yeah that's, that's cool what, what uh, i uh when I see him kind of moving <laughs> to do this, I'm gonna go ahead and, and move with him and say, if we work together, we can open the doors and then move forward. Okay. Tracks um, to behind
3: you like a fireball and his hand taken away.
2: Yeah.
1: And I uh, have a uh, Cure Wounds prepared in case anything happens to the guy, and I'm just kind of hovering, waiting behind them.
4: Okay. I'm assuming I can't open the doors and toss my axes at the same time.
0: It would be an action action to open the door. And then do you have, do you make two attack actions or just one?
4: Yeah, two attacks.
0: Then you could open the door with one action and throw an axe with a second action.
6: And if, do we see his, do we see the axes in his hands?
0: Yeah, you see him, you see him pull out. You see the heads kind of start to glow a little, a faint, a faint arcane glow
6: and an undercommon broken undercommon i'd like to say don't do that they explode and we'll kill the we'll kill the gnome behind it or in there with them
2: it's okay we fix them after open the door all right (laughs) when when vulcan when vulcan says open the door i'll go ahead and and i'll use one of my actions because i also get two attack actions i will use one of my actions to open the door okay And as soon as... as soon as the doors open...
4: I'm gonna let them both... (laughs) Fly. One at each of the spores.
0: Alrighty. Doors open. Oh, they're big. (laughs) Can I get on the broom and
6: fly in and fly towards the gnome?
0: Alright, they're... uh, the the room isn't very... the room isn't very tall. So, they're... and they're hovering about halfway... halfway up, so... They're about they so it's about fifteen feet. Yeah, uh, the room height is about fifteen feet. As you jump in, and they're hovering just a, j- they're hovering at like the, just a, just five feet. Of, they're about, their tentacles are dropping at that five foot. They're about half. They're hovering about halfway through, halfway through halfway up the room space. So it'd be a tight fit to kind of dart around them.
4: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I want to oh, let. Wait. the 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 bottom and the middle one
0: the bottom and the middle one okay yeah roll for attacks
4: oh that wasn't a good one that's a 10. the first attack that's a 21 for the second attack both hit um and that's an eight damage
0: all right both, both hit. hit uh, both deal damage. You see both spores explode.
3: Okay.
4: Um, and the, the axes hit, and then back to my hands.
1: And I go bursting through the room at full speed to try to get to the smurf neblin. All right. Yeah. What kind of what kind thing.
2: of what kind of explosion do they make?
1: We're about to find
2: out. <laughs> uh, Sh- Shrag,
3: having seen these explode because he killed the last one and watched what happened, he's just going to just like just quietly
0: sit down the phone and go, it. I, was like, I thought I was bad. <laughs> so you... So... Uh, <laughs> Subsidian flying in, Will rush du- rushing in at the same time Vulcan threw his axes. Yeah. Um, how far into the room did you two get as he threw the axis? Well,
4: I wasn't in the room.
0: I know I you're not, Vulcan. Yeah, and Anari at the door. Are, on the, are at the doors. Right. It yeah. was Will and Obsidian who rushed in.
6: So, which two was he aiming at? Because I probably would have gone in that direction.
3: Yeah, gone, they went for the
2: south and the, the middle. The, yeah, the middle and the south. Yeah.
3: The, the two actually line us home.
6: Well, I, I mean, I do 50 feet of movement on a broom, so does Will. So, we would have gotten pretty far in as they exploded.
0: Okay. Then and I need Steve, you I need you two to make constitution saving throws. Yeah. And then I need to make one for our nomi friend.
4: And Steve, what I would have done is I would have tossed them and then with my movement turned around the corner and like back to the wall in the other cavern. Okay. Out of the door, and then my axes would have like around the corner and landed in my hands while I had my back to the ca- to the yeah. wall <laughs> like
0: that, the that, that. so you go um, you throw them and then dart back around and then hold your yeah. hands and all of a sudden yeah. they're in your hands yeah. yeah as you saw them rush in and you just you hear you heard the impact and then you hear the pop as yeah. both of them exploded <laughs> oh, it pop.
1: was almost to... a natural one but then it became a 22.
6: Do we need to do two since two of them died?
0: Yes, Constitution. Two Constitution saves.
6: So I had a fifteen and a sixteen. I rolled an eleven and twelve.
3: Just out of interest, would that not maybe touch third one as well?
0: Um, no, because it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. the third The third one's the third one would be is immune to the effect.
3: That's okay. That's cool. Otherwise, it would have been three saves.
0: (laughs) No, no, not yet. (laughs) That would have been hilarious. Over the gnome 5, 10, 15, 20,
6: 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. So I would have gotten to the gnome.
0: You've gotten to the gnome?
6: Yeah. Yeah. We have 50 feet on the brooms.
0: All right.
1: As soon as I get into range with him, I will uh, do my held cure wounds if it looks like he's taken any damage.
0: Unfortunately, so he does not save against it. Will, what did you, you get on your con saves?
1: 22 and an 18.
0: Okay. You two both save against, the, against it. So Let me just double check. guys guys passed the save so you don't have to worry about that mm-hmm.
1: We never found out what the last one did because he was out of range when he popped.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I think Shrag was the only one that saw him when he blew up, wasn't he? Or was he? he?
3: It. I told her go boom. <laughs> um, from,
2: the, from the effects of the explosion, can I tell what's going on?
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, when it, you see it, ex, you see the creature explode in a puff. Of, of of like dust and smaller spores um, you see Obsidian and Will and the Deep Gnome all breathe it in and start to cough but they don't but Will and Obsidian seem to kind of resist against it while uh, the Deep Gnome starts to really hack and cough and see him kind of drop to one knee as that almost dropped him
2: What, um, does that stay in the area?
0: It lasts a little bit and then it starts to just fade down.
2: All right. I'm going to move over to close to where the gnome is. Yep. He just recovered
1: 12 hit points from my cure wounds. Um, And wild
6: magic.
3: Oh, son of a... <laughs> son of a Biscuits engraving.
6: Thank you, Miss pickle.
2: And when I get within range to touch the gnome, um, I will touch him and lay on hands for five points. Well, let me back up before I do that. Do I need to do a medicine check, or can I tell whether he's poisoned or not?
0: Hold that thought. I need Will the Roller hundred? Okay. To make sure I'm f- f- getting so, the effect question. right. So
1: question, I got a, a fifty on the double digit dice and then a ten on the single digit. So does that make that a sixty?
2: No, it's a fifty. No, that makes it a 50. It's, fifty. it's a fifty and a zero, so it's fifty.
1: But the zero, okay, I, I see that on the the. That's confusing. When you roll a d hun- a when you roll a d hundred,
0: mm-hmm. the the lower one is. Is is that it's either going to be zero up to nine and then okay. there's the double digit die. So you got a okay. 50.
1: 50 on the nose.
0: You can't speak for the next minute. Whenever you do, pink bubbles float out of your mouth. I've had that. Yeah.
1: So did I get my cure wounds out then?
0: Yes, you got your cure wounds out. And then when you go to say something. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I uh, reach out and touch him on the shoulder and the the light comes out of my hand and covers his body and he recovers his hit points. And I go to say, are you feeling better? And I just open my mouth and
0: Yep. So Anar, you wanted to check and see if he was poisoned?
2: Well, I can um, I can lay on hands and I can either cure a disease or neutralize a poison um, by spending five, five points. Um, so i i want to try to determine if he's poisoned or has a disease so i need to do a medicine check or what
0: um yep go ahead and do a medicine check
2: yeah that's gonna be a seven
0: he coughs, but after Will heal, uh, gi- uh, gives him the cure wounds, he seems to be fine.
2: Based on what we saw with the other gnomes, we've had to um, cure them from other effects. So I'm thinking I might need to do it anyway. Um, I can't say anything. I have bubbles. Thanks, Dishpickle.
1: <laughs>
2: how how healthy does he look at this point?
0: Um, Will, you said he got what twelve hit points back? Yep. Um, he's pretty coherent now. I mean, he's not a he's not at full, but he's pretty close.
2: All right. Well, based on the fact that these are spores, I'm gonna just. I'm going to go ahead. If he's not quite at full, I'll give him another five anyway. And just on the chance, I'll use it to do the, the cure disease. Okay. So lay on hands, five points. He recovers back. And then it would be, um, cure disease if he has one. Okay. Um,
6: and saying, Will can't speak. I'm going to tell her to get the gnome out of here
1: on the All Alright, I'll scoop him up, put him on the broom behind me, and fly out, avoiding the melee range of that thing.
0: And, Anari, go and roll your d100 for wild magic, because the lay on hands is still magic. Okay.
3: Just while you're doing that, I'm going to ready an action that as soon as they clear the room, I'm going to pop the other spore. Okay, effect, flame bolt before it starts coming after us once they are clear. 90,
0: 96 Ooh. Either really good or really bad. It's usually wow. how it goes. You and all creatures within thirty feet of you gain vulnerability to piercing damage for the next minute. Wonderful.
2: Nobody gets stabbed. So we know we know ninety six is bad. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so no sharpie tools, and nobody running into big spiky rocks.
2: <laughs> so Man, said Thirty feet a... of me. So 30 that, feet, means, yeah. so that uh, means that Shrag and uh, Shrag and Vulcan are excluded. It's just me and uh, you. Will
0: Obsidian and the uh, gnome.
2: gnome. Yeah, okay. And um, you said there
0: was a set of doors. And to... and the gas spore is also vulnerable. All creatures.
6: <laughs> Him and his one hit point.
1: <laughs> yeah there's another set of doors in here
0: yes you yes, do you so see another set of doors that lead out they're currently closed you can't see the bar Yeah, let, let's I'd like listen to listen
6: in to see if I can hear anything behind it
3: no I think we need to pull out and get rested up we need to get this guy out quickly let's I just want to see if
6: I hear another screaming gnome
0: uh, you put your ear up against the door you can't hear anything on the other side of the door
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm um, thinking that we need to fall back to that yep. room that we can Maurice. defend, and bring the gnome with us. Is lock there another this. spore in this room still? Yeah, one more Yeah, left. there's one more we'll spore
0: lock. still alive. We and can it's lock drifting him drifting towards you. So.
4: And, Thanks. and well, is can, there any? It, wait, yeah. If I come around the corner, there is there some people in the room? Yeah.
0: Yep. The four of them are the still on the other end of the room. Uh, Anari. Uh, anari heal uh did a heal obsidian uh went to listen to the door will did a heal uh the spore moved shrag is readying an action to yeah hit the spore once they get out of the room so we're technically back to you vulcan you see the one spore is starting to drift kind of lazily toward uh the party on the yeah. other end of the room
4: yeah so in undercommon, i yell Get clear, and I'm going to ready an attack action with both hand axes until they're clear.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to grab the gnome. And obsidian?
1: I already grabbed the gnome. You already grabbed him? Yeah. Okay. I put him on the room and started flying out.
2: Okay, good to go. Then I'm just, I'm going to exfil with them.
0: Okay. All right, they clear the room. Shrag? fireballs fire oh. so both Shrag and Vulcan both uh, release their attacks go ahead and roll or go ahead and, uh, and you go ahead and just roll for the sake of whether or not you miss
3: yeah it's um, 14 to hit
0: okay, 23 and 18 all right yeah all of them hit and as soon as you see them all impact you see it explode in the room and it is dead
2: when uh when Vulcan's axes make it back to him, I'm going to close the door and put the bar back on it.
0: Okay.
1: wonder why they locked this one in here with the spores.
5: They
6: were locking the gnomon, so he couldn't escape.
4: Did, did you guys investigate the room at all?
6: Not yet. We all before we get into anything too much we all need a long rest. <laughs> yeah. We all had a pretty bad battle
0: <laughs> I think we'll uh... okay. <laughs> so yeah um, to answer the first thing will uh, you guys were looking in there you saw that in this room there was these large groups of fungus. some of them were grown had really had grown really large some were uh, some not so much. You also saw bones and flash of creatures that look like they had uh exploded after a while with little fungus growing up on them as well
4: uh anything notable sorry anything notable for me regarding all the fungus in the room um, like
0: Anything different some of it was definitely dangerous uh you saw yeah. but the party managed the group that managed to avoid it there was these two large kind of statues in the center of the room Um, but quite a bit of the fungus in there you definitely didn't want to mess with
5: what were the statues?
0: just some like uh, just a set of gargoyle like statues sitting in there like like a representation of a beast of some type
1: interesting well it's quiet for the first time in a long time and i am drained of magic (sighs) i think we need to sleep do since it's been a minute i don't remember how far away we are from like a camp we're like a couple days away right
6: no but remember what we had to traverse to get here we do not want to try that
2: oh right at least at least not without a rest for sure
3: um, yeah. Just before we do that, actually, I've, yeah. Um, Dish Pickle, I didn't actually realize that he's actually, if he, there is another wild magic. There's actually been three, so uh, let me roll for my fireball.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. right. <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: Ooh. Ooh. 100. You regain all expended spell slots.
3: Well, let's go. <laughs> I don't know
0: about you guys. I feel great. Me and Shrag. I, I, I,
2: I think Shrag's a halfling. He's got halfling luck. He's not really a goblin. He's a freaking halfling. <laughs>
3: uh, what can I say? The world magic loves me.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so
6: we'd like to get into an area where we can get uh, enough room to do the um hut as well i would think
2: as i say can't we go back to the room where the we had the gnomes before and take our long rest there
1: i will give up my space in the hut for a gnome because we're not all going to fit in there how big is the hut
3: so it says that exactly. nine, nine medium-sized
1: creatures can fit in there
3: yeah yeah nine nine creatures of medium size or smaller mm-hmm. can fit inside the dome with you
1: and we've got like 12 people with us.
3: Yeah, and it, it automatically fails if you've got a large creature or more than nine creatures in there. Yeah,
6: okay. And I'll stay outside as well.
2: Yeah, so a lot. I don't need to be in there. As, as, far as, uh, as far as that goes, Anarian's doing okay. I don't need to be in the hut either.
6: That means Shrag and eight of the gnomes. The eight worst looking. Yeah,
1: because Shrag has to be in
6: there, or it won't work. Yeah, right. And if he leaves, it automatically ends. So.
3: Yep.
0: So, for sake of things, you do you 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 so it sounds like you guys are gonna make camp right there at the entrance to this uh, outpost area of the webs to get a long rest.
1: If yep. it's a defensible area, it would be good to have, like, a wall at our back.
0: Well, there's a few walls and just a small cavern cave that extends up that you can, but it doesn't, it's not big enough for a medium medium or larger creature.
1: Okay.
3: I mean, technically speaking, let me just double check the, the hook, because I think the hook can't be destroyed, so why don't we just use the hook to plug the hole? Totally yeah, all the all, of, all, of, all yeah, the creatures yeah. and objects are barred from passing through it. So we just cast the the hut the back So the blocks it, it. it. Yeah, yeah, it so could. Yeah, where I'm actually sat, I actually, I really still, I've still got that light aura on scoop and That's probably finished now. But actually, pretty much that will fill the the area of what the hut would be. Yeah.
1: We don't have any more wild magics, do we?
3: Not currently. <laughs> cast
2: it quick. Uh-oh.
3: It's in. I've cast it. It's gone.
2: <laughs> okay. Cast it before they throw some wild magic out there. All right, so yeah. you guys
0: are able to set up spot defensible. You're making camp. What is your what is, what are, what do you what is your routine? What are what are you doing? How are, are you setting watches? What are you doing? Doing what?
4: How many ways in and out of our camp area that we're in? I don't I can't see where we're at exactly.
6: Yeah,
2: I can't either. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's blacked out for me too.
1: Yeah, we should uh, make sure there's a watch at each entrance.
2: One of the things I was gonna say is before, I've got 10 points of on hands left, and I know we still had a couple of the gnomes that were um, poisoned by the spiders. Cool. So I wanna recover, I'll use my last 10 points to heal two of them before taking the long rest. And then as an elf, I don't really need to sleep so I can be standing watch in, while I'm in my trance.
0: Alright, so the area you guys are in, there's the cave that leads up and then there's the the doorway that leads into the, the outpost that all the spiders were at. You we still have the uh, drider corpse on the stairs. Um, There's a there's a wall on the south where there's a little bit of a... And then on the eastern side of it, there's a little bit of uh Little and little, kind of cubby, but there's a, a cluster of mold growing there, so you kind of avoid that. Um, but overall, that area right around that is uh, fairly secure in the sense there's only two ways in. One way they have to pass through all, where all the all through the webs where there are still several creatures uh, left in the webs, and then there's the path that led up to that. Nursery, for lack of a better term.
6: Shrag, can Nat keep watch as well? Maybe set her a little bit out so we'd get an early warning?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'll be resting so she'll be able to communicate, but I mean, if we put her down watching that bottom area, I mean, she's also more or less there anyway, so yeah, it's fine.
6: Okay.
4: I'm also going to set... Two hunting traps. You said there's two entrances into this chamber.
0: Yep, one I'm pinging, uh One that's leading into the into the uh, into the yeah. outpost, and the other one that's leading down the path you toward the nursery.
4: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to set up one in each of those areas. Okay. Well, well hidden, just outside of, and I just let everybody know not to walk down that area. Sure. All right. Good thinking, my friend. And then I'm going to, as I typically do, and lies down, and then I just kind of cross my arms and lie against her.
0: Are you guys setting watches?
1: Badger snuggles.
0: Yeah. All right. Who's <laughs> taking the first watch? I'll take first watch. Yep.
2: Yeah. It can just be one of us and Nat, right? Yeah,
3: I mean, technically speaking, that's a magical creature which doesn't need sleep or rest.
1: I'll take second watch.
4: Yeah. I'll take third. I'll take last watch. Whenever the last one is. How long are the watch windows?
0: A couple of hours. Uh, Two, four, six... Four of you, uh, two hours, hours each would let you get let you kind of still do that, and then get your long rest.
2: Yeah. And I, I could actually, I only need four hours, so I can actually pull two watches if needed. Yeah. I'll take the last watch. All
0: right. Okay. Draghi, are you're gonna There's take a, a, a watch plan. with somebody.
3: I'm gonna maintain the hut. I'm gonna stay in there.
0: Okay. So, all right. He's
1: our babysitter today. <laughs> and there was a couple of gnomes that wouldn't fit in there right
3: okay. i'm thinking. i mean over the course so of course we have 11 evening,
6: gnomes now sorry sorry john
3: i say could we not just rotate them in out the hook give some of them a bit of a rest and then rotate a couple out and put these ones in so at least they will get a bit of, bit of rest and sleep
0: Okay, so going through first watch, or anything else you're doing to set kit as far as setting up camp for the uh, for the night.
2: Other than just healing two more of the gnomes that are poisoned, how many left are poisoned?
0: Uh, had four that are poisoned. You said you healed two more.
2: Yep, that was the last of my lay on hands before the long rest.
0: All right, so there's still two that are that are still technically poisoned
2: okay we'll take care of them in the morning
0: alright setting in first watch I'll um,
1: just um, give everybody like a little rations meal in case everybody's okay. hungry
0: mix up some rations
1: yep offer them my water skin because I've got a I think I've got an extra one just kind of make sure they're all doing okay I'm just kind of doting doting on them like a little nurse <laughs>
0: alright alright so first watch comes in Uh, what are you doing what do you do for your watch
2: just watching the watching the entrances and preparing to
0: trance go ahead and give me a perception 25 alright as you're there as you're kind of looking about you don't hear anything uh, coming close but you do see you do hear movement um, a little bit of a kind of like a groggy kind of uh, you know somebody who's got a hung up who's really hung over and waking up the next morning you you hear you're hearing some of that um, and you know you left a few creatures alive in the webs area so it seems like they're starting to come to and kind of wake up wake up
2: Okay. I'll pass that along to whoever relieves me
0: Next up would be uh, other than that, the watch is fairly quiet so next up it's uh, it Will
1: Everything quiet?
2: Just uh, heard some of the creatures that we left alive stuck in the webs stirring but other than that, it's been quiet
1: Yeah, there's part of me that is torn, should we go Take care of them i know we have plenty of, of stuff on our plate but
2: i don't think we should take care of them unless you mean dispatch them
3: so it's subjective to him take care of them yeah
2: <laughs> if we're gonna take care of them especially the evil creatures i would be happy to slit their throats but i'm not healing any of them yeah
1: i know i i just hate to see things suffering needlessly So what do you, what do you think of this new guy?
2: I'm kind of curious to see how he'll, uh, fit in. It doesn't seem like he's planning to stay with us long, but if we can help him and he can help us, I think it's a mutually beneficial uh, arrangement.
1: Wonder what he's doing wandering around down here. He doesn't seem to be with the other Durgar.
2: No, doesn't seem to be, but, uh, certainly was willing to help them so we will have to bear that in mind
1: yeah i wonder if how the durgar i mean i wonder how the suburb nevelin will respond if we bring a durgar back to their camp
2: i don't think it would be wise to lead him back to their encampment
1: it uh, might cause some undue stress <laughs> i agree already kind of messed up
2: yeah, but at least we've recovered them, and some additional.
1: And then some, yeah.
2: So, it may not they, be quite as bad.
1: Thanks for helping out, getting rid of their poison. That's a nifty, nifty ability you have there.
2: It helps now and then, in certain circumstances.
1: We'll keep that in mind. If I ever get poisoned, I know where to go.
2: <laughs> yeah, once I can... Uh, get rested and get my uh other spells back uh my patron deity will also allow me to do some lesser restorations as well if needed
1: oh excellent good good well speaking of rest that rock over there is still slightly warm if you want to take over
2: swap out i'll probably just sit and uh review my memories and my trance and go through some mental exercises so I won't, uh, I'm sure you're aware I don't need sleep, but uh, I'll be here if anything happens. I'll be ready to help.
1: All right. Maybe one of these days you could show me how to do that fancy foldy thing you
2: do. I uh, yeah, actually should probably do that. It helps me concentrate. Pretty cool. Huh.
1: Can you make a badger?
2: Um, I've not tried a badger yet, so perhaps that would be my next attempt. That would be cool. So, with that, then uh, Anarian's going to go over and uh, create a very little small fire. And um, he'll sit and pull out from his pack a piece of parchment and start doing his uh, folding and origami and see if he can come up with a, a badger uh, shape.
0: Uh, go ahead and uh, do a. Sleight sure. of hand. Yeah, let's do a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand sounds good.
2: That'll be a 21.
0: It takes you a little bit. It takes you. It takes you a little bit of time, but you're able to kind of get a passing uh, representation using uh, Morin as a example.
2: So once once it's done, he'll uh, he'll show it to to Wilhelmina, smile, and then uh, toss it into the fire.
0: Well, go ahead and uh, roll a perception check for your watch.
1: Okay, so for my watch, I'm gonna just hop on my broom and just kind of hover around, to make sure all the different groups of sleeping people are doing okay. Yeah. I said perception. Mm-hmm. Which I get to roll with advantage. So that's gonna be a
0: twenty-two. Okay. Um, knowing what Anari told you about some of the some of the noises uh, during his watch, you listen and you hear a little bit more. Uh, hear that you don't. You hear that some have kind of drifted away, and you also hear kind of a rough, kind of uh, kind of bestial noise, almost like something's eating
1: from inside um, this room.
0: Yep. You hear? Okay. You
1: hear uh, I will try to locate the sound.
0: Um, it's actually it's about from your position. It's about sixty feet away, so it's you, you're just kind of hearing it. And it sounds like it's a large creature that's eating something.
3: Okay. Uh, I'll
1: float over to Anarian. Something is munching something large
2: is eating in this room okay um, with that then I'll try to move in the direction that will's indicating to see if I can get a visual
1: As will um, I do like a pincher movement see we
0: can remember there's that trap that's at the doorway that was set and you but you do, you don't hear the noise coming towards you. You hear that the noise is kind of moving away from you.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But from the from the door, can I get a without setting off the trap? Obviously, that would allow me to see what it was.
0: Uh, also- no, the columns kind of block your distance.
2: Even and moving you've got, up or so, but, changing angles. Okay, that's fine. As long that, as it's not coming toward us and moving away. I'll, no, I, you, I just, you just to see it in the it back.
0: Is. It seems like one of the Umberhawks had kind of. Come loose, and it was starting to feast on the spider.
2: Okay, I'll relay the information to Will, and then go back to my trance.
1: All right, I'll just kind of.
0: What else do you do for your watch? Ear on
1: that sound to make sure it doesn't start coming closer.
0: All right. Say again, Will.
1: I'll just uh, kind of hover near that area for the rest of my watch and make sure it doesn't come closer.
0: Alrighty. So your watch comes to a close and you go to wake up, you go to switch over with Obsidian.
1: Hey, Obsidian, just be aware there's been some weird noises. Uh, some of the things in the spider bags are kind of waking up. I think the Umber Hulk woke up and had a midnight snack. but it seemed to go off in a different direction okay thank you yep now I'm going to go try to get some spells back
5: yes
6: rubbing my eyes
0: what do you do for your watch obsidian
6: literally just going to hover on the broom staring at the door trying to stay awake
0: and roll a perception. Fourteen plus eight, twenty-two. Um, you hear some of you hear some of the feasting noise, but after, uh, but after a while, uh, toward the end of your shift, your watch, you hear that the noise kind of dr- kind of drifts away. Okay. And things start to get quiet. Okay. Thank God. what should you do for your shift?
6: Nope. Ready? Trying to do as little as possible, move as little as possible. I don't want to draw any attention.
0: Or fall off the broom.
6: <laughs> or fall off the broom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So your watch comes to a close, and now it's time for Vulcan's watch.
6: Yep. So okay. I will go up and nudge. Vulcan and say good morning and again my most broken under common (laughs) apologies for brutalizing your language (laughs) and I will and I will relay what we've been hearing or what I heard and what was relayed to me over the course of the watches this evening
2: we'll just nod so that's two watch cycles then so Narian would have had his um, long rest I'll join join, uh, I'll join Vulcan just to chat with him a little bit while we're standing watch. Yep. P- practice my undercommon.
0: That's fair. So, what do you do for what do you, what do you do for your watch?
4: Um, while I'm watching, I'll walk around um, and I'll actually forage for some food. Yep. Um, and I'll just get together some mushrooms and things like that. And then i'll create little bundles that i leave by everyone who's sleeping but not the deep gnomes because they're in the thing
0: (laughs) yeah so real quick shrek describe what that hut looks like from the outside
3: uh currently it's going to be a (sighs) I think because obviously we're we'll be going to put it against one of the doorways to try and block things through. So we'll make it actually opaque, so therefore it's uh, it's going to nicely block off any view. So it's going like of like a milky kind of white color to it. That's probably like that swirls in it a bit like the rock and stone to make it blend in.
0: So it it, it, it looks like the stone wall essentially.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's basically blending into it.
0: So, yeah, you see, you see, it's like you know the gnomes are there. It's just it looks like wall. You can sense that, but. Do so you leave little bundles right there at that wall? Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. There and at the rest of anybody because other the rest are who's resting outside. going I was gonna say, most of the party except Shrag is outside. Yeah,
0: and a few and a few of the gnomes that couldn't fit in. Yeah. the ones that are probably the healthiest condition. Yeah, and a couple of them are a couple of them are kind of kind of stirring because they they've decided to take take uh, partial watches as well. No, but, um, and talking, kind of talking amongst themselves in Gnomish.
2: While uh, while Vulcan's foraging, I'm I'm gonna ask him. um, So, can you uh, can you teach me how to determine what would be uh, edible down here?
4: It is taking a lifetime to know. Uh, There are very many dangerous things to eat. Down here, but I will take some time as I kind of pick things
2: yeah. to kind of tell them what's good, what's not, and then also as I'm as I'm paying attention and learning these things, I'll continue and and ask. Um, so, what uh, what actually brings you down into this particular area of the Underdark?
4: Well, down here is my home. This is where I live, and I am a hunter. Just simple
2: hunter, looking what? for, go ahead. What, what do you hunt? All manner of things. Is it, uh, you hunt what you come across, or is there something particular you're hunting? We are hunting the uh, pieces of the shards, but what is your hunt? Pieces that I can salvage, sell. Ah, All manner. Nice. I see.
4: Some, maybe trophies, but everything is used.
2: Nothing goes to waste. I remember you were starting to show me with the spiders about harvesting, and uh, I would like to learn this, because oftentimes our uh, methods are simply self-defense. But when we do hunt, I would like to know how to harvest properly so that there is no waste. Yes, down here, there is Very little to survive on, and keeping things that you salvage could save your life. This makes perfect sense to me. What uh, area do you come from? You say this is your home. Are, Are you in a community here, or do you simply make your way as you go?
4: I'm a wanderer.
2: Make my way as I go. I have met others like you. It's a tough life, but you are very strong to live through it this way.
4: I have her, and I look over at one who still likes snoring in the corner.
2: <laughs> and Arjen will smile and nod, understanding. We thank you for your help. You have been a, a great deal of assistance to us since we have met. It is survival. There is no need for thanks. I uh, hope that we can continue to cooperate and work together as we travel. We will see what the fate will bring. Uh, fates can be fickle. This I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And then I'll I'll just keep wandering and picking up as much as I can as as he's showing me the f- foraging skills and so forth.
0: Going to uh, roll a perception. Ooh,
2: nice roll! Twenty-six for an Arian.
0: Jeez, pet. Rolling hot
1: today, John.
2: On some, I've had some pretty bad ones too today.
0: <laughs> so while Vulcan is, um, Vulcan is uh, foraging and whatnot, kind of listening in, the uh, things are still very quiet in terms of the webs. Not hearing a lot of movement or converse or any kind of sounds. Um, it leads you to think that most of the creatures that were still in there that were alive have come to consciousness in some way and started to kind of stumble out not quite sure where they have gone, you know that none of them have come through your area So, but things to be, so things seemed very quiet here in the webs area as your watch comes as you guys' watch comes to an end the gnomes are starting to to wake up, come to consciousness. Uh at some point, the one that you saved from the nursery comes up and, and thanks thanks you for helping him, uh saving him. Extends that appreciation. And we will go ahead and take a quick break and come back and then work on traveling, figuring out what other wh- what else to do, what to do next, and make our way back to the gnome enclave. So, uh, thank you everybody for watching so far, please stick around, we'll be back in... It's
1: alright, you're gonna torture us with caramel digestive,
0: so... And we're back. Alrighty, everybody enjoy their break. Get up, stretch around, do the things.
5: Most important. Coffee, coffee, coffee.
0: I I switched over (laughs) from the coffee to the Mountain Dew, so, you know... Yesterday I made myself a second cup, but today I didn't feel I needed to. (laughs) yesterday i needed to
1: <laughs> well it's not even 9am here so i definitely need it
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair all righty um so yeah everything you guys had fit you guys are now starting your you finished you completed your long rest yay um you oh. should uh you're all kind of everybody's kind of waking up uh the spe- the shragnaza spell uh dissipates um People are still a little groggy and whatnot just because, you know, it's that sore and stiffness. Um, you still have just to again recap the area you're in, you have the drider that you killed laying there on the on the steps. Uh pretty much even though you can't see it because I was trying to keep the map from being cluttered, it's literally where Shrag and Anari are standing. Just put
2: put him really back quick. there
0: so you can see.
2: Yeah. Really quickly, um, I'm going to um, do the lay on hands to remove the poison from the last two. Okay. Um, so everybody should now be no longer in a poisoned condition. Yep.
1: Excellent. Okay.
2: So up they're, and they're all a good.
1: Mushroom pack by my head, and I'm like, and we
6: are free of wild magics, right?
2: yeah Yay. i'm gonna i'm gonna thank uh vulcan for the uh the mushroom breakfast and uh, ask him which are the best to eat
6: oh and what is this thing next to me i got one too
4: it's a little breakfast and there's no special
2: they're fungus just eat them in whatever <laughs> order you feel like is there Is there any special way to prepare, or you just simply eat them up? Just eat them. Very good. Just eat them. Let's go ahead and eat. Eat the uh, eat the breakfast.
1: Since I have no way to talk to Vulcan because we don't speak any languages together, as I I keep telling you,
0: as I keep telling you, well, as I keep telling you, because of your time talking with the deep gnomes, guys have a you guys have a tourist concept of the language.
1: Possible underdark. I like, thought that was just for the two that have the helm.
0: No, the two that have the helmet can understand him as if they grew up and spoke it as their primary language. For okay. the rest of you, working with the last several days with the Deep Gnomes, you kind of have that tourist lo- con- concept of the language. You understand, like, fork, knife, you know. Conversational underdark. Yeah.
1: Biblioteca. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Think, think about think about it in school, ter- think about in school terms. you take Spanish 1 and you've completed the first semester in Spanish 1. That's the level of understanding you have of under, of under common. And so when you try yeah. there it's that like you try to you, your words naturally flip for what you know the the word is in in your native in your language, but in between it's that broken kind of bit.
6: All right. Yeah. And Hillary, we can, the helm allows us to understand the meaning, but not not speak speak
1: it. So we understand
6: everything he said, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just thought that because you guys have the helms, you were able to pick up on it faster. But now I know, and so I'll just say, thank you much, thank you, thank you. I think that's how you say it, right? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Thank you.
4: (laughs) I nod. Uh, And at the end of my watch, I'll collect my traps.
0: You pull the traps. The gnomes uh, see the see that see the uh, meals and whatever, and are appreciative. And they kind of, while they don't directly come out and say it, Vulcan, you can kind of see that they'll kind of give you a nod of of respect and appreciation. But still, a very kind of they're not used to Duergar being nice. Yeah, but they're not. They're also not stupid in the fact that in the Underdark nicety city is not given freely, that kind of deal. It should be appreciated when it's given.
2: Yeah. So, so the the um, the dro- uh, the the or drider rather mm-hmm. um, carcass that's there. Yep. I'll uh, I'll point that out to uh, Vulcan and I'll say, is there anything harvestable from a drider? Um, DM, is there anything
4: har- harvestable from a drider? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Driders are abominations, uh, yeah. for for most parts. So, but yeah. the fact that they are they are partially drow. There's the, the equipment drow carry. Like dryders are typically stronger beefier, but they still carry some of the things that are associated with the drow, like uh, the drow poisons. Uh, there are venom sacks um, in a dryder that make the poison a little more potent. So you can uh, make an attempt to harvest that, and then whatever equipment that a drider would be wearing, because they would still be essentially wearing armor and weapons. That particular one happens to be carrying a plus one uh, longsword,
6: which we already got last time.
0: Yeah, we, we did. Yes. We
6: did take all the weapons and stuff.
4: Okay, so I explained that, um, but it's clear that I don't agree with harvesting things from. Uh, harvesting stuff from things that are unnatural.
2: Yes. If that makes sense. Okay. So, I'll uh, file that away for future knowledge.
0: Um. Also, just to uh, make sure I get all the details out to you, in the gnome that it said thank you, I did. Also, he did, uh, also po- he did uh, point out, and uh, he did point out that there was. While he was in there there was actually a chest of some type in this in the nursery. But he didn't have a chance to really look at it because obviously the were behold he still calls them beholders, beholders. are a lot more terrifying. Well,
2: with that yeah, with that information I'll look at the party and say, Well, shall we go back and try to see what's there?
6: Absolutely. Shag, you wanna leave Matt with the gnomes again?
3: Yeah, she can start and keep an eye on them. It's all good. What she sees, I see. (laughs) Perfect.
1: Vulcan, does Morin seem like she likes ear scratches, Or does Um, she seem standoffish?
4: She's standoffish. Um, Anytime you kind of get close to us, her her hairs go back a bit, go up a bit. Um, And I've just kind of ignored it up to this point.
1: I will keep a respectful distance. (laughs) Yeah. But I want to give scritches yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go see what's in that room. Chest.
2: He said hopefully something about a chest.
1: Yeah. Hopefully the spores have been cleared out by now. Don't think they linger that long.
6: Hopefully not eight hours.
1: Yeah, that would be some pretty persistent spores.
0: Now you go back. You go. You back. You go back up to the room. Kind of lift the bar and step in. And you see the bodies of the three gas spores. Things have kind of settled. There's only that kind of that light haze of spores in the room, but they're not as it's not as dangerous. Um, as you kind of looking through Vulcan, you know, from being a native of the Underdark, that certain areas that are heavy in fungus just kind of have this mist of of spores in the air.
2: Uh, yeah. While it's
0: it's concerning, and but you don't want to linger long in these. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and roll uh, investigation checks to see find the check.
2: Yeah, Anarian's got a nine, so I don't think he's going to be finding much.
0: Yeah, nine
2: for me, too.
1: Nine for me, too! Oh. Nine! <laughs> nine!
2: That's like different show. German, German <laughs> denial.
0: Obsidian, what'd you get? Fifteen. right um so as y'all are kind of looking about uh and seeing uh obsidian you you're the one who finds the chest kind of tucked in a tucked in a corner underneath a couple of the uh larger uh bits of bits of mushroom it's a small chest roughly about you know a foot uh by about by two foot by a foot and probably about 18 inches a little strong box type deal okay
6: hey guys i found it hey shrug you've got the best Slide of hand would you like to come open and check for traps
2: or check for traps yeah yeah
3: let's have a little look <laughs> he like cracks his fingers and likes it mm, yeah bring it on yeah so indeed has been a little slow yeah noticing that
0: it does seem to there we go
3: which is interesting because it's rolled exactly the same as last time Hmm. Did you just roll Almost. two
1: eights in a row?
3: Yeah, I think I might just refresh my page a little bit there. <laughs> and the chest
1: goes
6: back. <laughs> the chest so is
0: not trapped. So uh, it looks awesome. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just got a, it's 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 got a it's got a simple latch. Uh, kind of get the feeling that where the where the chest was placed. The room is the lock. That
1: makes sense.
0: Okay. So, uh, do you open the chest in the room, or do you take the chest out of the room?
3: Um, I'm going to take it into the corridor. I'm going to place it on the ground. And I'm going to use prestigitation just to flip the latch and just flip the lid over. (laughs) All
0: right. Uh, You do that, and uh, inside, uh, you find uh eight uh some gems uh 18 18 gems and you see a small bag and a, a little potion vial
3: i will hand the items over to to shad because he's into uh or to obsidian rather he likes to gather these things up Shinies. No, hey, right, let's start map.
6: chinese Ooh, gems, shinies. And I'll stick them in the bag of holding with the rest of the group's treasure and offer, um, th- there were how many gems? 18? 18 gems. Offer a couple of them. Uh, all, what are they? Rubies, emeralds? Rubies and uh, emeralds.
0: Uh, the total. The total value of all 18 gems is about 2,000 gold.
6: Okay. And I'll grab two of the gems and offer them to Vulcan as appreciation for his assistance.
4: Uh, I'll nod. And thanks. Put them in my pouch.
1: Mushrooms for gems. That's
0: a good trade. The uh, small bag is filled with a powder of some type. And then the vial has kind of a milky liquid inside. Okay.
6: So, Shaggy, I can identify.
3: So, yeah, give me a minute. Oh, in this case, 10. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm and then you. I'll
6: look in. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shaggy. I
3: was going to say, we're, we're going to stay, stay in the corridor here. We feel safe enough. Or do you want to do it somewhere else? I, I can do it now, but it will take a little while.
1: Well, so, I, I also
6: check- want to look at those doors.
1: Yeah, I want to check in the room, but I think if we're going to spend 20 minutes to identify two items, we should go back to where the gnomes are. I don't okay. like leaving them when... alone after what happened last time.
6: <laughs> yeah. And I want to look in the bag to see if I can determine what's in the small bag. And when I see it's just dust, I'm going kind to of open it up a little bit and show it to Vulcan and see if he has any understanding of what this may be.
0: And How much uh, were the gems worth? The the gems are the total. The total pile of gems is worth two thousand. So, so
6: if there's eighteen, they're worth about a hundred bucks, hundred gold each,
1: ish. Thank you for the math.
0: <laughs> I was like, I was getting that. Not my strong suit.
3: <laughs> Saturday morning as well. It's just not the time for it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Every day is the day for math.
1: Come on.
0: yeah easy 100 gold each so
1: i would like to um i have a travel alchemical kit yep and so i just want to kind of collect some of these like i'll i'll work with vulcan if he's willing vulcan will you help me find some things that can be used for alchemy poisons interesting plants Notice you have a keen eye for things down here. So I'd like to work with him to gather some goodies for my alchemical kit.
4: Um, I'm not proficient in alchemy. Um, and so I will ask specifically what you're looking for:
1: poisons, anything with any sort of interesting properties. Um, healing, poisoning. With your,
4: with, with your broken undercover, I say, I don't own property. I just kind of. <laughs> wander <laughs> under dark. Okay, Ooh. that was the wrong
1: word. Uh, poison, healing, paralysis.
4: Oh, poison. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, do I know of anything that's um, uh, in the room that we're in? Um, obviously you said that there was some nastiness we want to stay away from
0: yeah, there are uh, Looking looking through the room. You see there are molds. There are fungi. There are stuff that um It can that can be used to create uh, a couple of different poisons inhaled yeah. or applied Yeah, so there's 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 quite a bit Um, with uh with your help uh, hit, um, Will is able to get uh, samples of probably about probably a, of about a up to about a pound of samples that she could then boil down into making poisons.
1: Cool. I offer some of them to Vulcan. Do, do you want to take some? Okay. Uh, I better put these far away from the edible mushrooms. Okay, you go over here. You go over here. Okay.
0: Um, and uh, the preliminary thing it was you were showing uh, Obsidian, you were showing Vulcan the uh, the dust. Yes. Um, Vulcan, go ahead and give me an investigation check. That's a
4: nineteen.
0: Um, looking at the, uh, looking at the dust, it looks like it's ground, it's a, it's kind of a ground up powder, uh, funga fungus and what, a uh, fungal, fungal powder. Um, it's a chance that it's probably something made by myconids.
4: Okay, I relay that.
1: Miconids.
6: Myconids.
0: <clears throat> what do we know
6: about myconids from our investigation of this area before we came down here?
0: Give me a history check.
2: 12 plus 4 is a 16. At 20. Jeez.
0: want to know. I want to know. 22. Oh no! I was talking about Hillary's reaction. Oh. oh, we're
1: just reacting to his Nat Twenty. <laughs> All right. Um, I working.
0: Myconids are living fungi that set up in communities here in the in the Underdark. Um, you know, from entry through one of the gardens that that was probably a home that was probably the type of environment that Mike and Ed's live in
2: okay. we, re- relay the well, information we so on. the whole party knows yeah
6: yeah we should hold on to this they they may be looking for this we may be able to trade this for information or
1: something or just use it whatever it is
2: Oh, well, we need to find out what it is before we use it. I would <laughs> think, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 like just throw it out it? there. <laughs> <laughs> now let's I mean, just use it. Here, let me take a bite. Give
3: me me <laughs> Is, is <laughs> it seriously? That could, is it something that could be identified <laughs> with the identifying spell? No. Moving swiftly on. No. She's turn turning into a mushroom or something. When she starts sprouting little, light sort of things on her head, of like no. Um, <sighs> So obviously I was basing that, obviously it's like 10 minutes that identified to do the potion, but we're we going to do the dust as well, is that something that could be identified, Scoop?
0: Um, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a healing, it's, a, it's essentially a healing potion, Outer? but it's, uh, the way it's made, doesn't it quick. doesn't appear the same as normal healing potions. That, is. Cool.
2: that was so, the, the milky the, the, vial, right? Yeah.
6: The Milky Vial. Does this also then look like something that's the Myconid's work, since it's next to the powder?
0: That's a that's a reasonable assumption.
6: Okay. So we should also hang on to this. They may be wanting this back as well. Okay. So I would like to go back to that door. Yeah. And see what's see if I can I wanna kinda of tap push on the door and see if it'll open any, but I want to do it very, very slowly as to be quiet and not alert anything that may or may not be behind it that someone's
5: here.
0: Uh there you're talking about the door on the back side of the room? There is a you you go to push on the door, it doesn't give. It looks like there is a bar, there's probably a bar on the other side. Given how when you try to push it out, it doesn't give.
1: Is there enough okay. space between the doors where we could like put a sword through it?
6: And lift the bar?
0: Just <laughs> certainly try. Go ahead and give me a dexterity check.
6: Well, and if there if there is that big of a gap for the sword, I'd like to peek in and see if I can see anything before we necessarily try that.
0: Okay. As you look uh through that doorway. Somebody pokes a sword through from the other side.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that would be my luck.
0: Um so as you're standing there and you're kinda of looking through, uh go ahead and give me a perception check as you try to look through.
6: Eight plus nineteen
0: twenty-seven. All right, you see that the the tunnel kind of goes and then turns sharply and you lose sight beyond where it turns.
6: So I'll turn I don't know who is behind us. But, well, there appears to be a tunnel. So, again, I don't know if anybody else can hear us.
1: Yeah. I just, I feel like we need to get these guys back home.
6: Yes, but this may be the better route. I
2: was going to say, do we need to get them back home, or do we need to get them back to work at the closure of those tunnels, which is what they were working on?
3: So, seemingly they probably know these tunnels better than we are, because if they've been this far to know there's the issue with the, or believed, beholder, should we ask them which might be the worst, best way back?
6: And, and Vulcan. Vulcan may know, too. Since yeah, he's been, been wandering in, these areas.
3: being dipping in, dipping out. If we actually describe where we've come from, and the kind of tunnel structure, and where we've come from... Um,
6: or the gnomes explain the tunnel structure, and where we want to go.
3: Yeah, get them to talk to each other and yeah, Vulcan to guide guide us based on what they describe as to where we've come from.
4: Yeah, I can... Um... Yeah. Can I do that, Scoob?
0: Yeah. So, you head back, talk to the gnomes. Um... They tell... They, uh... They're a little hesitant to share the information, yeah. but uh, you're kind of in their good graces. So go ahead and uh, roll a persuasion with advantage.
4: Only seven. I have a oh. negative two with persuasion.
0: <laughs> Work roll. Oh, Very charismatic. Um. <laughs> no, that is not my strong suit. <laughs> Um, conversing with them you get the impression that they have not been this far but in looking about the fact that this is you kind of get the feeling that this was the main threat that they were so concerned about so they are really kind of wary and want to get back to their enclave Um, so they don't know much of the tunnel area here other than the way, uh, or even technically, realistically, how to get back to their enclave right. from this point. Uh, can I,
4: can I, can I try and tell, just from the natural formation of the tunnels, from where I came from, my understanding of the underdark, what the best way to travel back there would be?
0: Give me a survival check. Yeah, can that I'm better give, at.
1: Can we give him advantage by like twenty? Like- Okay, you don't need <laughs> it. <laughs> need it.
0: <laughs> Trust me, you don't need it. Um. <laughs> oh, never
3: mind. Never mind. So yeah, left to uh, Albuquerque, you can go right down there, and you go straight down there. Tarantula Cucamonga!
0: Yeah, you can. With even though you're kind of, you're newer, this area is newer, new to you. Given the, the given the, what you have seen of the region, you can lead them back. You can take a path to lead them back to the enclave that is probably a, is probably safer than whatever path that got them to this point.
2: Yeah. We talk to the uh, the head of the gnome group and see do they actually want to go back to the enclave or do they want to go back to closing the tunnels that they were
0: working they, on? They've had a harrowing experience. They want to go back to the enclave. And report Can back. I try to convince them otherwise?
1: <laughs> no, we don't need to because okay. the whole reason they wanted to collapse the tunnels was because of these floating eye creatures. Which
2: yeah, was but so- what we had talked them into was closing off the tunnels to expand their enclave. That was the the, that, that was one of the one of the big discussions we had had at the very beginning.
0: Well, right now yeah, they want to go back. They well, want to go back home and enclave. have another crew get assembled to come out and do that
2: yep that's fine that's fine
1: this has been a traumatic experience i would yeah. want to go home
0: a little bit a little bit
1: plus we're bringing uh, back plus one
2: yeah the uh the vengeance paladin in me just wants to go and kill some more things <laughs> you could always Excuse go back. The pat- you, the you
0: could the always go back. go back the path you came and tempt fate there that's
2: no, that would that would expose the the uh the domes that he's the not going to do that yeah he's not gonna do that no but what, maybe jason, well what are you gonna say
6: party is is coming together we can come back and have some fun yeah yeah
1: let's yeah, get these guys home safe and then we can smash some more things
3: ultimately we've got a mission to do of actually get the information on that piece and to do that we need to get the doors closed so let, let's get that a bit wrapped up first and then once they're nice and safe and the enclave's expanded and all the doors are done then we can
0: have fun
4: yeah what were you gonna say jason Uh, Scoot, can I take a second and do Primeval Awareness? Sure can. Okay. Um, So I just take a moment, kind of close my eyes, um, and start to take in the surroundings. And because I'm within my favorite terrain, I used to hate when Todd used to do this. uh, (laughs) I can sense aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, faith, fiends, or undead within six miles. Wow.
1: Nice range. I love it. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Different when the shoe's on the other foot, isn't it? (laughs) Six miles.
6: Six miles is bigger than this entire area. Yes, you see all of that stuff.
4: (laughs) All the things. Well, if there's a dragon down here, we're in trouble.
6: (laughs) Oh, that's true, too. (laughs) Jason's going to be like, well... Okay, I'm done with this stream. Next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so you so Meal uh Fae, Fiend, Undead, Dragons, Aberration, Celestial, Aberrations,
1: Celestials,
4: Fiend.
0: Do we want to know the answer to this just yet?
3: Things in airs. No.
4: Yeah. Aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, or Undead. Wow. That's <laughs> a good list.
1: Heck of a lot of creatures, <laughs> and dryders
2: are aberrations. Aberrations, yeah. Yeah,
0: so uh, it it's, actu- it's, it's, wear, it's actually but... uh, it's actually under Dark bingo. There is all of that within six miles, <laughs> <laughs> except all except, except for except for the dragon part,
2: <laughs> and he puts that in air quotes. That worries me. <laughs>
1: Explain the air quotes
4: please.
2: <laughs> they're celestials and
4: fae?
0: Uh, potentially. There's okay. been a lot of uh, the Underdark has gone through a lot of shift and change recently. Okay. So there's a chance you could have some celestials in here. Got it. Um, okay. At the but they're more they're most likely at the fringes. Yeah. But uh a lot of the other a lot of the other creatures that you can tell there you, you're pinging at six miles. There's, there's stuff all over the place.
4: Oh, interesting. It says, or within up to six miles. That's an interesting caveat because I want to know if there's present danger. So I want to like center at one mile and then find out what's in one mile and then kind of like extend it out.
0: Okay. So for, so for the first mile, things are relatively quiet yeah uh, there are uh, there, you you do get a slight tingle that there is uh, some of the aberrations uh, about um, as the and as the as your rain kind of expands out, yeah you start to pick up on more and more until it gets to that to the furthest edges and yeah. you and you you kind of get the sense theres stuff there but it's it's very kind of it's very kind of faint and that's where it's like anything like a celestial or or whatnot but within the area you definitely are sensing the the undead the aberrations the 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 fiends
4: the usual stuff yeah okay All uh so I asked the party is the intention to go directly back at this point.
6: Yes, these these guys I believe it. that's. Yeah, that's what the gnomes want to do.
4: Okay, which way do we want to go here, Steve? Based on that.
0: Um, based on that, there's the entrance you came in. Uh, over here, by the by the by the river. You could take that path back, and lead them kind of and lead them back to the enclave. It'll take, it'll, it it would take a, take a, take a couple of hours to kind of traverse around. Uh, and as you show them the path, it's is the party obviously is going to tell you, yeah, there's a stairwell that leads down that they came up, but they're a little leery about going back down that stairwell. Um,
2: there was a big cadaver. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll explain to him and describe what we saw down in that area, and tell him that's probably why we would wish to avoid that particular approach. Um, it was a what was it? A, a cadaver, collector was, cadaver collector was what yeah. it
0: was called. You saw a, ca- a cadaver collector. Um, that face. Vul- uh, yeah. I think Vulcan would probably need to roll a history check to see if he recognizes that term
2: or even if we give him the description Uh,
0: okay yeah you get the description that it's the it's a it's a a mechanized creature that seems to collect corpses 14. yeah uh it's a it's a construct of some type you you know that certain races like to build creative things and this one is just one of those larger ones yeah um you all uh as they describe some of the other stuff they saw ropers and puddings and there was a large hole that they really were trying to that they avoided that they navigated around but they're not sure what's in the bottom of the hole and they didn't give it much thought other than they worked very stealthily to get through the area before getting up to you they also describe another waterway with a uh, waterfall which you heard coming through the tunnel to uh, exiting out around them, so leading taking that path, kind of leading through, and um, following the sound, it, it connects yeah. to another uh, tunnel, a, lar- a larger tunnel, um, which then uh, can lead you south based on what the gnomes are describing toward the enclave.
4: Okay. All right. I'm going, is there any uh, wild magic on the table? (laughs) Because I'm going to uh, take a pinch of ash from my pocket, from my pouch, uh, and a sprig of mistletoe. uh, And I'm going to kind of spread it around my head uh, and speak a vocal incantation and do some somatic symbols. And all of a sudden, a veil of shadows begins to radiate from me. And this silence, almost like noise-canceling headphones, um, kind of surrounds the group. And I cast pass without a trace for the entire group.
0: Love it. Is there trying to refresh memory? Is there a limit to how many creatures are affected by that?
4: Nope. For the duration, each creature you choose within thirty feet of you, including you.
0: Alrighty. So very, very nice.
4: Plus That's ten to, to an hour. plus your ten to stealth checks.
0: Easy <laughs> <laughs> DM. Give
1: yourself credit.
0: <laughs> so yeah, casting that, you guys are kinda able to stealthily go through and start making your way back to the enclave. Um obviously Vulcan is is kinda leading this with the other uh with the gnomes. Um
1: Oh, yeah, I guess we should actually roll those stealth checks. Yeah,
0: roll those stealth checks.
1: Oh, and can I say oh, we that... We would want them...
0: So that... Sorry, go ahead, Will.
1: Can I just say that before we cast Pass Without Trace, I uh, summoned some creatures out of my bag of tricks? Oh, thank
0: God. Yeah. What do you summon... What do you summon today?
1: Let's see. Where did my D8 just go?
2: Pass Without Trace adds oh. 10, right? Yes. So, 37 thank for an Aryan.
3: Yep, yeah, thirty-six for Shrag.
6: Thank God that for the boots. Massive... I had a Nat one. <laughs>
5: oh.
6: oh no. That reroll is a 31 total.
3: I'm gonna say you do get your advantage.
4: Yes, thank, thank God for goodness. <laughs> Twenty-two for me, fifth, only fifteen for Morn.
0: Okay.
6: Warren, he's so loud and obnoxious.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: it's the snuffling. Jesus.
2: Every day he's snuffling.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, the she no goes, the noves oh, the noves are she only sorry. slightly quieter with a seventeen.
1: <laughs> I got a thirty one as well, and I summoned a uh, mastiff, a goat, and a lion. <laughs> and any, uh, I will give Shrag first option.
2: Yeah, what's Shraggy writing today?
3: Yeah, he's he's gonna look at the lion and go like, Yeah, nah, I think I'm gonna stick with the goat this time. (laughs) I'm quite (laughs) just a lion after what you said last time.
1: (laughs) And any of the, uh, Neblin that want to are also welcome to ride the Mastiff or the lion.
0: Go ahead and roll a Persuasion.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't get on it.
0: They're the same mind of the (laughs) Nath.
1: Oh, my Persuasion is so high. That's a six plus zero.
0: Yeah, they've not seen a lion before, so they're a little kind of intimidated, but they like, we'll walk. They will walk. Actually,
3: just to check, Hillary, was it a giant goat or was it the normal goat?
1: It was a regular goat.
3: Uh, He gets the the saddle and throws it on the back of the lion, and he's like, holds his arms up to you.
0: I got you. I'll do this. <laughs> All righty. So you guys, uh, you guys start to progress, progress through. Um, oddly enough, the path you're taking is because I ast- assume you. I take it you're not going to take the same path the four of you travel to get here. You're going to take Vulcans and the Gnomes stuff.
2: Yes, yeah. please. So, <laughs> absolutely.
0: All right, a couple hours, uh, a couple hour uh, a couple hours pass, and you kind of navigate slowly through, and uh, go ahead and uh, give me another survival check, Vulcan. Yes.
4: Oh my gosh, this dice. Uh, thirteen. <laughs> um,
6: you're gonna have to travel with dice from now on, Jay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: i have dice here some mini dice upstairs
0: so you it you, you get a little turned around but and it, it takes you it takes you longer to kind of get back on track i
2: was like um, can he have advantage because of the gnomes
0: <laughs> well the gnomes can't really give it because they just know a rough direction they've not actually traveled these tunnels Got it. Got it. So you're essentially back. Vulcan is essentially backtracking some of the way he's come. But when it comes to like a particular fork or two in taking a different path, because these are smaller tunnels that have been dug in outside of the main pathways. And so he's taking it as he takes another turn, kind of passing through. At some point, it's like kind of gets turned around a bit. But then eventually finds the, gets you guys on the right track where you're moving south. Um,
4: I also want to be tracking uh, any sort of creatures I see as, as we go.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I'm keeping a keen ear out for Umber Hulk movement, Hook Horror movement, any of these things.
0: Okay. Um, we'll go ahead and roll a uh, Perception. and... you're little, you're trying to... Vulcan's trying to keep an eye out for beasts and tracks, right? Okay. <laughs> so it he had 22. the... Huh? 22. Um, <laughs> You're not hearing anything relating to those particular creatures. So no Umbra Hulk noise, no Hulk horror stuff. Um... Mm-hmm. You, you, every so often, you hear some some chattering, and, and some scurrying. Uh, but it's it, and it, the worst part for you is the fact that it's outside your vision, and you're still kind of seeing that stuff occur. Um, Vulcan, you see with that with that last gun. Give me an investigation for checking some of those tracks.
4: Uh, you want investigation or you want survival?
0: Let's make it survival because that's a tracking beast. My bad.
4: Yeah, it's all good. That is twenty-three. Okay. Nice.
0: Very nice. Um, you see, uh, you see footprints of like mechanical, uh, in mechanic of like constructed nature. Uh, you see some scratches and. Carving and some scratches periodically along the wall, like something kind of brushed past. Okay. Um, as some of the tunnels you pass through are actually very round, and as you kind of look at, and it's like it looks like at uh, some point maybe a worm passed through here. Mm. Uh, you see uh, some other kind of uh, footprints in, uh, and traversing back. Uh, the large the footprints are seem to be some kind of uh quadruped type creature okay uh very large as it passed through um go ahead and give me a history check to you see if you identify those tracks
4: uh yeah so actually i get uh i actually get an advantage on survival checks for tracking okay. favorite enemies, so if it's a favored, if it's a beast or an aberration, I would get advantage on that. Um,
1: did you say the quadruped is also the construct footprints, or is that a different, so,
0: to... a different set? Okay, uh, sorry.
4: Is it a beast or an aberration,
0: Steve? Uh, I'd say it's. I'd say it's a, It's. It's actually a monstrosity. So okay. That, so it's the,
4: neither. So just regular history
0: check. Yep, just regular history check. What is it?
4: 16.
1: Hey, there we go.
0: Um you at first you think it's a quadruped, but seeing the tracks it's actually uh multi-legged. Um and there are three-finger uh kind of gripping into the into the stone as it passes through. Um best guess is it might be it might be a bier that it passed through at some point.
5: Mhm. Uh
0: but it definitely it if it's a you it's a very large set of foot, large set of footprints that passes through.
4: How long ago?
0: Uh probably about 6 months.
4: Oh, okay. So it's been some time. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay, I continue on. I mean, if there's anything that's fresh, that's more what I care. Like, if, if if I'll take note, if there's any tracks along the way that are more fresh, okay, within the last day or two.
0: All right. Uh, as you guys keep progressing through, um, you do notice there are tr- uh, uh, progressing through, getting closer to the enclave. Um, you notice that there are there, there are some tracks that are fresh. There are some troll tracks, and there are drow footprints that go through that pass through and there are a few other uh bestial tracks um you do see the the as you get closer you do see the BR tracks again these are fresher probably within the last uh few weeks okay
4: um, i take note of that sorry did you shoot what were the creatures you said first
0: uh drow and trolls
4: okay and those are more recent yes how recent?
0: Um, a few days.
4: Okay. Alright, we keep going.
0: All right. Keep going. Eventually you get to a point where the gnomes recognize their path okay. and lead and like oh and kind of give you the signal that they got that, that they, they recognize some of this area. It's a lot further south than you've been. So then the gnomes take over and lead you guys down in toward the enclave. And as you get close to the to the northern entrance of the enclave, uh, that gate there and there's a couple of guards that uh, stop you. And as, as they, at first they see they come. But as soon as they see Vulcan and they kind of ask to stop
4: before before yeah. we get there, mm-hmm. I cast Invisibility.
1: Yeah, I was going to say we need to deal with that before we get there.
0: OK, <laughs> the and idea. what about Morin? We'll let her kind of walk beside me.
4: Okay. Um, she can still kind of smell me, um, and she'll she'll just follow the group.
0: Okay. So yeah. th- There's a wild, wild magic, magic on the
2: table. Game. Yeah, that's what I was gonna to say too.
0: Yeah. So roll the d100, Jay. <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine.
2: Fine. Says the guy 47. who has always the positive thing happen. Say again. Forty-seven.
0: So as you cast invisibility on yourself, right next to you, a unicorn appears, out of nowhere. So you cast oh, it, no, and I you try get to get look about, and then you hear the, the, the noise of like a horse, and look over, there's a unicorn, standing there. Opposite of, it's like whatever side Morin is standing on, this one's the opposite side of you, where it stands there.
2: Here's a long uh, chance to get the unicorn. Uh,
3: but no nice no, also between. Do you break the invisibility Shoot. by attacking, or do you? Break exactly, the that's the question. Oh,
2: what a quandary! <laughs> do
0: it, get the
3: unicorn. Do it.
4: <laughs> what do I know about unicorns,
3: Steve?
0: <laughs> God, give me a history check.
1: As soon as that unicorn. Or a nature pops check. Up, give me a nature check. I'm like,
0: it's bad. That's a natural
4: one. Oh no.
0: They're evil oh, creatures. Yeah. They need to be slain. <laughs> um. Oh no. Yeah, the, you've never seen. You've seen the you've seen it before, but you weren't really sure of it. The fact that this just appeared. Um. But you're how long? But if uh, primeval awareness would have told you that this is a celestial. Image.
4: Right.
1: It's also the second one you've seen in two days. <laughs> yes. Oh man the
6: fates are telling you to, to slay the unicorn.
0: Oh gosh.
1: I just freeze and I'm like what do you want to do, Vulcan? I know you want this thing.
0: Yeah, it's a little freaky, little freaky to the rest of you as as like Vulcan vanishes and as he vanishes a unicorn appears. <laughs> Shrugs to him so so that's a neat trick. I wish I could do that.
1: You did do that.
4: (laughs) Okay. Um, Gosh.
1: How far are we from the Svurf Nevelin gate at this point?
0: You're just out of their lineup. You're you're seeing it. This is before they they see you. So the the, the gnomes are a little freaked out and everybody obviously would have stopped because it's like, wait a minute, there's a duergar here and now there's a unicorn here.
1: Uh, just so you know, Vulcan, this is only going to last a minute.
4: Do we know that?
0: Yeah, well, based, on the, based on
2: the last one. Yeah, I would say,
4: uh, oh. okay. I tell, <laughs> I tell Moran to sit.
0: Morin sits. Um,
4: and then I tell everyone to continue on.
5: Okay.
2: <laughs> oh dear. Based I, it, I was gonna say, based that we're we're close to the enclave and we're bringing the the gnomes back, and you know I'm confident in his skills to find his way. We'll go ahead and proceed.
0: All right. Uh, so you guys uh, round, kind of round the bend and continue on to the enclave. Uh, the guards see that you're there and see the gnomes and kind of open the door to let you let you in. Uh, once you once the last of you get around the corner where it's just Vulcan, Morin, and the Unicorn are there. Vulcan, what do you do?
4: I know it's not a beast, right? I got to decide how Vulcan feels about this. No. It's No, it's,
0: It's a Celestial.
4: No, Mel says no,
2: I shouldn't kill the Unix. Mel's
0: gonna
4: say no. <laughs> uh... That
2: was the wrong
5: person to ask.
2: Uh... I'm surprised she didn't tell you to stab it in the eye holes.
1: I was just gonna say, you should.
4: You should they said the they're
2: surprised you didn't say stab it in the eye holes.
3: <laughs> oh, can you touch its phone?
4: Oh, I'm
5: so torn. Oh, dear. Can I touch it?
3: Just think what okay. you said last week, Jay, when you were there and it was in front of you, and you're like, "Ooh, I want one of those."
0: Yeah, Morin there, recognizes and Morin, Morin is just kind of staring at it, and, staring, and kind is, of it, it can't see you, anything? but it's kind of staring at this unicorn through you.
4: Yeah, is it doing anything?
0: <laughs> no, it's kind of there. It starts to kind of water around a little bit, a little. You can kind of it kind of just kind of is there. Okay.
4: Um, is there a, is there cover? Are we just in the, in the corridor right now?
0: Kind of in the corridor. There's a little, there's a couple little bits of rock, but it's, it's a fairly open corridor. It's about 20 feet wide, 10 feet high. This is one of the major, larger corridors.
4: Okay. Um, I'm going to try and hide somewhere and take cover, um, where it can't see me. All right. Within this corridor.
0: Go ahead and do a stealth with advantage, because you're invisible.
2: Pass without trace is up currently.
0: Uh, how long does Without
2: Trace? It's what? been over an hour, I think. You yeah, said. it would have
0: it would have dissipated at close, by this point.
2: Yeah, that's a 21.
0: Yeah. The horse is the, the, the unicorn's oblivious as you go to find uh, okay. so a spot I, to hide.
4: I cast hunter's mark on it. <laughs>
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> um... Boy. Oh, God. Uh, and then I tell Moran to ready an attack action. All right. To gra... To... to uh, can a... Can, can, can a badger grapple something? Can it hold it down? Yeah.
0: You can certainly try. Um, okay, so I'm gonna take...
4: <laughs> So as a bonus action for my first action, I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. I'm gonna ask Morin to ready an action as my action. Okay. For that six, six second turn, because I only have probably, I don't know. Not yeah, much left. You got about 30
0: seconds but, before the horror, before yeah. the unicorn would dissipate, but you're not. Yeah,
4: so so for my first action, bonus action, uh, Hunter's Mark, action, ready an attack to grapple this thing. Yeah. Next turn
2: um i am attacking it with both my axes all right hang on hang on a sec. i want to give him uh some uh, inspiration <laughs> nope, you
4: never listened to me <laughs> all right i listen to you Vulcan. Well, don't they forget you also
0: still have that inspiration d4 inspiration if you haven't used it yet well, yeah. the, you got gifted one as well.
2: Yeah, 100%. So, um, okay. I'm, so, uh, I'm, I'm uh, donating a critical hit to Vulcan. Yep. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep.
3: <laughs> I am also going to donate a critical hit.
2: Yes, yes horrible. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. So, um, all right, so two attacks.
3: Yep. Oh, I can't redeem it because it's too soon.
4: That's a 19 and a 21.
0: Well, one of uh, one of them would be a natural twenty.
4: Yeah. So we'll make the nineteen a natural twenty, and then then the other one's a twenty-one. But hunter's mark um, or just allows me to do one d six damage extra, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to hang on.
0: And so how do you how do you
4: deal with? Um, I do crits. Do crits?
0: Uh, max die plus what you roll. I believe that's the okay. exact same way you do it.
4: So, six plus six plus four is 14. Okay. Yeah.
2: Plus another six 16. points of damage. Six and six is 12 plus four is 16. Yes,
4: that's what I meant. Yep. Plus another six, 22 points of damage. Okay. Yeah. Plus another six for another two points of damage.
0: So total damage on that is sixteen plus...
2: 28,
0: 32. thirty-two. Thirty-two points of damage.
2: Now I have two axes.
4: Yeah. Um, if I and that's dual wielding, and I have dual wielding, do I get another attack with both axes? You can draw a weapon that has. Yeah. Uh, in addition, when you hit with your ranged attack, you use thrown weapon. You can get a plus two. Don't want that that bonus to damage rolls. So I actually I have thrown weapon fighting, so I also get plus two to the damage roll on those. So that's another plus two. That's 34. Uh yeah, 34. And then do I get another I get another attack as well, don't
0: I? You have two attacks per action, and yeah.
4: Right? I can throw both both
0: times. Uh yeah.
2: That's how that works, right? Okay, I'm gonna do that again. John, did you? Were you able to redeem your?
0: No,
3: crit? I can't. It's, it's out of stock, unfortunately. I don't have handed that over.
4: That's only a nine, but I'm going to use my D4 inspiration.
3: Yeah.
1: And I gave you a crit fail. I
4: so see it. That's thirteen.
0: <laughs> thirteen will hit.
4: Okay. And then the second attack is going to be a seventeen. That'll hit. Okay. Damage on both of those, we're looking at 9 points, plus 2, is 11.
0: Additional 11 points for both attacks.
4: Another mm-hmm. 8, 9, 10, so it's an additional 21, 21. right? Mm-hmm. 21. Yep. And then an extra d6 because of Hunter's okay. Mark. Yeah, per attack, right? Per attack. Yep. Yeah. Hunter's Mark gives it per attack. per attacker per weapon per hit.
0: Uh, it's per, think, it, Hunter's mark is additional d6 every
2: time eight. it's, it's per weapon it's per weapon it's so per
0: weapon attack. additional no, an additional 2d6 of damage. Mhm.
4: So that's another so that's 28 27 uh, 20 31 points.
0: So that's 60, 60
4: 63 3 points of damage. Oh. And more ungrappled attempts to grapple it. <laughs>
0: Well you did not one shot it. You so didn't? Oh opposing strength text for Morin. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord. That's
1: I think that was almost all its hit points. I'm not entirely sure, but I think that's about uh,
4: Yeah. Morin only got a five
2: strength.
0: Nope. Check. Was not able to grapple it um now it's hey. uh,
2: a <laughs> unicorns
0: that's the unicorn's response <laughs> oh
2: my oh unicorn
6: gets a that one,
0: one yeah yep that one for the dm
1: you're welcome jason
0: <laughs> so all my first attack first unicorn. attack will miss but it has multi attack so it will uh let me do, let me double check this.
1: But it's a crit fail.
0: Yeah, he has multi attack.
2: <laughs> yeah, but he may he may be getting another you may be getting another uh, crit fail here.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, it's in cooldown. I can't do it. Darn
1: uh, cooldowns working <laughs> our
2: Oh my.
1: I cannot believe you summoned a unicorn.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's can, just can,
2: what you wanted. So good.
0: That is can't that wait is to just
2: good
0: Yeah, it's it'll attack it'll it'll do its multi-attack. It uh tries to tries to stomp with its hooves. Can't make uh that's crit fail, so that's gonna miss. Uh so it'll attack with its horn. And that is a fifteen to hit Morin.
4: Uh, that is a good question. Morin's AC is 14. So
0: will hit Morin for...
4: The Beast Companion!
0: Six point... no, yep. Yeah, six points of piercing damage.
4: Okay. Got it.
0: Alright. Uh, now it's, uh... Yeah. Now it's that your turn. Ang-
4: that makes me angry. Okay, same thing. Okay. 19. That'll hit. 21. That'll hit. Uh, First one's going to be uh, nine points of damage.
0: And it it dies. (laughs) (laughs) What happens when it dies, (laughs) Scoob? You tell me how it dies. How do you want to do it?
4: Uh, I tell Morin to sit in front of it, and I run up Morin's back and through the air, dig both of my axes into. <laughs> trying into to the its, hole now. <laughs> Yeah, head. And it dies. Very nice. Very nice. TCG striker in
6: the chat says rainbow blood spills country.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vulcan doesn't care so much about celestials. All um, right this is my best kill to date um <laughs> awesome okay i am going to what can i salvage from it
2: Do it's I harvesting time
0: <sighs> yeah go ahead and uh go ahead and roll a survival check
2: yeah i will
4: yeah it's a 17.
0: all right uh you're able to harvest uh the horn uh the ho the 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 the, the the hide and the hubs um, yeah it is a celestial so it has some it's definitely some rare items that could be used for crafting
4: yeah um, I just yeah I field dress it I just start to open her up and do my thing
0: yep Thanks, um, guys. after after a little while because as uh, the rest of the party was passing through uh, yep. because what is Hold it on. your passive perceptions again are what? Anari, I think yours is like twenty. Twenty, twenty-three actually. Obsidian. Mine's 20. Oh,
6: Eighteen. Will. What? Twenty.
0: Greg.
3: Oh, mine's nowhere near that. Okay. It's, so uh, fourteen.
0: Will and Anari, as you guys are walking through, you kind of knowing that the unicorn was there, and then all of a sudden you hear, for the briefest moment. The sound of battle.
1: I hear Vulcan somewhere.
0: And then you kind of, um, what do you? And then what do you? What do you do?
1: Did you guys? I just like lock eyes with Anarian, and I'm like, you heard that too, right?
0: Heard it, but I didn't hear
2: it. Let him do his thing.
1: I think he got it.
0: I think he got it. Cool. So you
1: guys I hope he gives me some goodies from it.
0: Pass into the enclave, and the and the and the and the gate shuts for the, for the day while Vulcan is field dressing a unicorn, and that is where we will end this week's session. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that was so fun, awesome. so fun. <laughs>
3: So they weren't going tell you about what's the worst that could happen. They weren't talking about us. They were talking about what's the worst that can happen for the unicorn. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was amazing.
3: For, was for so your fun.
0: knowledge, you had almost one shot at it. You were four hit points shy of one shot at it. And it so was it, just yeah. so confused. It couldn't do any of its legendary actions or any of the stuff. It was literally like. Great.
2: It was stunned. That's so good. Also, oh.
1: unicorns, they don't have do they have dark vision?
4: Yes. So it probably got oh, summoned
1: no. and it was okay, yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, they do.
5: Sixty feet.
1: That poor unicorn just got summoned and was like, Wait, what? What? Ah
3: <laughs> Now out Hello. in the world somewhere is a little baby unicorn going, Mom. Mama!
0: Mom? Mom, if anything, going, Mom? when Vulcan Aww. made that final attack, he heard in his head a voice going, "Why?"
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. In a school <laughs> of can't say.
3: Because uh, it's not like they're lawful, good creatures or anything. I mean, what's the worst that could come of it?
0: Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Uh we will pick up uh next week uh, and kinda see where things go from there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna to...
1: say wild magic really makes things interesting. Sorry, go ahead, Johnny.
3: No, I'm gonna say we we're gonna explain now as to why we brought them back and we haven't finished digging all the holes in yet. It's like it's fine, they just got a little bit shaken up. They just need to have a well, little rest.
2: On on the upside we did take care of their "quote-unquote" beholder problem, and yeah. we've recovered a couple of extra missing gnomes. So that's um, in our favor.
3: In theory, technically speaking, once they finish knocking the cabins in, we've actually expanded their enclave as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is plausible.
1: Yeah, it's been beneficial for most parties except the unicorn,
0: which we don't know
3: about. We were not there, we did not see it, I certainly didn't hear it. I had (laughs) nothing to do with it.
4: However, any creature that takes a role no matter how small in slaying a unicorn is likely to become the target of divine retribution.
3: I heard nothing. (laughs) I heard nothing either.
2: Here's the good news about that, Jay. (laughs) You were the one that generated the wild magic. We were yeah. gone before you started your attack. So that's yeah. all on you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. so funny. Steve's
5: making
6: notes. Steve's literally oh, yeah. oh yes, Divine retribution, it, it, got be sure put that in somewhere.
2: That's definitely
0: gonna Something to, to research action. for later.
2: Oh my <laughs> word.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, tell me uh, our Paladin heard it as well. Our
3: paladin. Yeah. The, Venge- vengeance. the
2: vengeance paladin who will allow the lesser evil for the greater good.
3: <laughs> Love
2: that. <laughs> yeah, I've researched that quite thoroughly to make sure that uh, <laughs> that aligns with what uh, Anarian thought patterns are.
5: Wow. Uh,
3: so Vulcan's going to work up here. He's going to go, Greater Good, War, Greater Good. <laughs> I so just good.
1: love the funny coincidences that come up in D&D. We randomly summoned a unicorn last battle. He saw it for like 15 seconds and was like, <gasps> oh. And then the okay, one wild one. magic you get, it's like, poof, yeah.
2: unicorn. Yeah. yeah, You're welcome.
0: It's the fates. <laughs>
5: Oh, that's awesome.
0: We'll see what what happens in the future. Who knows?
2: I think it's funny, too, that uh, that's the second one now that appeared. The first first time he didn't get a chance at it. The second time he did. So So good. Yeah, fun stuff. So good. Can't wait to make a weapon out of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope you got
5: some
2: of
1: that blood, because I bet that could be cool in an
4: alchemical set. Yeah, it talks about its horn being... Yeah, anyways, we can... Offline that one. Yeah.
0: Amazing. With that, thank you everyone in the chat for watching. Uh hope you enjoyed this as much as we did, especially that last little bit at the end. Uh real quick, uh, again, shout outs for Sirenscape for all the background music and soundboards. Uh, a shout out to the to, to you guys in the chat, to the moderators in the chat, and to my wonderful cast who, decided, who took the opportunity to spend Saturday morning playing some D&D, and all the support from their families and loved ones that are in the background, probably giving them an evil eye for, wait a minute, you're doing this on a Saturday morning too? <laughs> Maybe, who knows? <laughs> um, real quick, any shout outs or anything you guys want to uh, plug or promote? Or just in general? I want to
6: know if, if Jason and John have any little sneak peeks for Monday night that they would like to share. <laughs>
2: yes. Oh. Uh, I know nothing. peeks. I don't know how much Jason wants me to reveal on our side of things. <laughs> um, Expect the unexpected. That's
4: all I'm going to say.
1: The known knowns and the unknown knowns.
4: Yeah. That's true. It's be fun. And the known yeah, gnomes, be fun. like the popular gnomes that exist. <laughs> the known
1: gnomes?
4: Yeah, the known gnomes. There's a couple. So now, yeah, the, tune in. Now
1: I need there to be like a thief organization of gnomes called the unknown gnomes.
0: The unknown gnomes?
1: I'm gonna okay. make this a thing.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That'd be fun uh, to so build it out. Gotta love Kofin. Um, so tune in tonight 8 pm eastern here on this channel for challenge accepted our our season three episode two tune in Monday nights over on Realmsmith Smith uh T Realm Smith uh, here on Twitch to watch the next episode of Tides of wildmount to see what uh happens to the party there um, Sunday uh, tomorrow morning Sunday with scoob over on YouTube uh gonna be painting a squad of orcs for our morning painting session and then tuesday of course is scuba and the raw at 9 pm over on youtube come hang out have a co- continue the conversation if you're new to the channel and like this please consider follow if you want to support the studio and the things that we do head over to patreon.com scuba studio to to uh join as a patron to get behind the scenes access exclusive access and to help uh make this channel and this content better for all of you to continue to enjoy With that, have a great afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Love each other, and we will see you on our next stream. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, all. Have a good one. Bye,
2: everyone. Ow.